Oh, y'all was ready? Oh, okay. They always ready. Right, right. <laughs> Yo, this is Copyright Magazine. And you're listening to Young, Black, and Opinionated, episode 41. Right. We out here. It's lit. All things urban live here. What it do, family? It's Young, Black, and Opinionated, episode 41. One episode forty one. That's where we are. That's where we are. Low key earlier, I was like, "Dang, is this 40 I was like, "Oh no, that was the last week." Please help. You get old, you just forget everything. <laughs> yeah, we're almost at fifty. So, yeah. um, episode forty one, you guys, how do you feel this week? Pretty good. So pretty week, good. Tough so week for me. Really? So disorganized. Mm. Week, so. We're your guy. So, <laughs> just kidding. Um, episode forty one. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R R A four Ys. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat. Snapchat and Instagram, Lassie. And I'm Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Wanje? I thought you was going to toss it over to somebody else. I got anyway. you. Wanje, that's M W A N J E. That's Snapchat, uh, Twitter, and Tumblr. That's Wanje Gemini, and uh, IG, Facebook, Wanje. You got me for leopard. Anyway, let's <laughs> <laughs> throw the cow in there. See, I got it. Yes, and we have a couple of guests today. Yes, we do. We have copyright mag. Is it magazine or just mag? Copyright mag magazine. Well, we got copyright mag here with us today. They're going to be our um, guest co-hosts. Y'all can go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh my God, I'm Lexi. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi, aka Dirty. Editor in Chief of Copyright Magazine, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm Carson Taylor, creator director for Copyright Magazine. Okay. And we got Riverside in the building too. Make some noise. Riverside in the building. It's a great day to be a tiger. Yeah. It's a great day to be a tiger. It's yeah. always been a great day to be a tiger. Good. Better day to be a general. Oh, oh, how did I know that was coming? <laughs> oh my goodness. You can always smell a general. <laughs> better day. And they stink too. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to leave that back in 2010. Okay. Don't leave it back there. And they stuck up. I didn't go to either, so there's that. <laughs> You're a bishop, right? Yeah. Okay, it's okay. You Catholic schooling is the way to go. Bishop T.J. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm going to be fighting there too. <laughs> uh, y'all too funny. Y'all pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> Really, really do. Hilarious. <laughs> um, episode 41, y'all. Um, I just want to bring up Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee news. I just see a lot of people doing a lot of things for back to school and like giving giving school supplies and things Absolutely. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's dope. And I thought like, dang, do we need this many school supplies? Because <laughs> there's a lot of people doing it, but I think it's great though. Because um, I know you want it because we're having our live event next weekend. Um, shout out to that. But I know you wanted to do um, donate the school supply thing, but you mentioned doing it for high school kids. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So I, I kind of wanted to get more from you on uh, why you said that, because I, th- I thought it was cool. Um, I don't know. I just I was talking to uh, um, Jennifer and we were talking about it. And I was like, I don't think the high school kids get any love. You know what <laughs> I mean? So they don't never get anything. Book bags or anything like little kids get stuff. Low key, it'd always be like ages five to twelve or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. damn, what about the ones in high school and middle school? Yeah, they don't be doing that anyway. They breaking the crayons. We, but we like as far as them, they need it. You know, all the scratch papers they have to use and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, cheap yeah. paper. So I'm talking to the coordinator now. We're gonna figure out what. Uh, what high school needs it the most and then go from there so um, but yeah no, I wanted to give a shout out to to um, Renz I know he was doing something at the um, the heck was the place called again the Juice Kitchen yeah oh, okay. um, and a couple other people too they're doing a lot in the community so I just wanted to bring that up um, also too I did see that the MPS launched a new black and Latino male achievement department um, and I just I guess Mwanja I don't know did you hear about that 
I didn't hear about it, but I believe Mr. Moga is over there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, he's one of the. I think he's the coordinator for it. Um, so they said, yeah, the purpose of it was to address the disparities in academic um, and life outcomes for black and Latino boys and young men that will work and they'll work to analyze the data and adopt local and national best practices that result in improved academic and life outcomes for the population. Um, so I know the superintendent was just kind of going on and on about how um, there was a big difference um, in like test scores and things like that for black and Latino boys. So she wanted or yeah, she wanted to, I guess, um, focus on that. Um, so they have a, a, a couple different initiatives. Um, like Moan just said, uh, Mr. Moga, I guess y'all know him. Yeah. Paul Moga. He's, side, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a coordinator. Um, Juan Bays, he's a director. Linnell Ramey, I think I went to middle school with his son. He's a director. And David Castillo is the planning assistant. So I thought it was cool because it's like a mixed staff. I think there's some Latino people, black people. Um, so yeah, I just I just thought it was dope. So I guess Moan now that you kind of know what it's about, just as a black male, I just wanted your perspective on it that's all um sometimes we do need that extra help um especially now with classes being so uh classes being thanks so much uh classes being uh, uh <laughs> thank you uh, so large um whereas one teacher to like 20 some kids you know what i mean so yeah. they need that extra attention and um i didn't necessarily need it but but um i think it's a good idea and it's Maybe always you good my test in college Huh? In criminal justice, you used to cheat off my test. Fam, let's not even go there. We're not even supposed to pass that class. <laughs> like you you weren't supposed to. <laughs> Man, listen, listen, this is what happened. I, I got to talk about it. We found the answers online, right? So it was like a little quiz. So you had to go to a different computer. I was a guinea pig, so I went first. He fell for it, too. I got, a, I got a C. <laughs> and this idiot got like a what? B? B plus. A B plus. That matters. We found out at the end that if you go, if you had like F3 on the computer, you can search Wait, keywords. Control fine. Yeah, you can search through the keywords. So I didn't know that at first when I did my test. I helped you, though. We we did it together. <laughs> Don't act like it was just me. We did it together. But y'all passed, though. Yeah. <laughs> right. He just mad because he got That's all I'm hearing. Right. <laughs> I'm hearing y'all had good teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. See, but he blamed me like you got a B plus. You got a B. It always happens like that. You got the same um, cheat sheet, and someone always ended with an A, and someone always yeah. ended with a B. They just cheated. So you go first. You go first. That's how I feel. You go first. But it's good to see uh, yeah. see somebody that looks like you, um, you know, educating yeah. you. That's you what relate. I was just about to say. I think relate. it'll they'll relate more because it's people that look like them and can understand them. So yeah. that's what's up. Absolutely. I think in the black community too, it's always better. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> so in the black community, it's always easier for someone to be that role and when yeah. they see the role. Yeah. Like no one thinks about being the president until they see yeah, like that they, there can yeah. be a president that looks like them right. and yeah. talks like them and comes yeah. from the same struggle as them. Yeah, yeah that's true. Question of the week. Question of the week. Uh, question of the week um, from episode, what was that, 40? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going into 4D1. Uh, Lassie, you got the question of the week? Um, Say, because I don't. I got a, a, a rough copy of it. A rough draft. Okay. Where do you feel oh, at peace? At peace? Yeah. Yeah. Home. Or what do you feel at home or at yeah. peace? Ooh. Yeah. Where, where do you feel most at home? There we go. I knew the word most was in there somewhere. What y'all think? Y'all go ahead. It has changed over time for me. It used to be with my with my homies, just okay. vibing out, mm. being cool, being smooth, being creative. 
chopping it up, that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. felt at home, like at home. That, okay. um, yeah. I think now it's probably I like to go on the east side and just sit and just look, just look off in the distance at the buildings and stuff like that, and just sit there and just contemplate. Like that's where I feel at home, having those moments of clarity. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm vibing. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting that you said it changed like over time. So yeah, I think that's, that's yeah, older. yeah, because we're at, like the age where like so yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. What is that in between? Mm-hmm. What, what is that? She, she just said it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Carson, what about you? I definitely feel like it's changed, but I feel like that's part of like growing. Like, yeah, you can't really like your comfort zones change as you grow up and how you develop. I think I'm most at home when I'm, like, able to create freely. Like, since I'm an artist, like, wherever the location may be, if I'm outside, if I'm inside, it's just more of, like, wherever I feel most comfortable in, like, creating what I'm working on. Like, whether that's just me drawing and doodling somewhere Mm -hmm. or me just being able to kind of, like, vibe out and work on the magazine or um, work whatever I'm doing. Because right. I'm always making something. That's hmm. what's up. That's the same thing. I said the same thing last week. Yeah, I was going to say something like you. When I'm creating something that's beyond me, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. like that it's just I could be anywhere. I can I can tune everything out. I could be at a what's a place called Noodles and Company. I could be you know. Noodles. 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 I could be doing anything. I could be anywhere, but if I'm creating something that's dope, and um, yeah, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at home. Yeah, that's the Um, I think I said last week, and I think I still feel the same way because it's something I've done since I was a kid, but it it just changes, I guess, over time sometimes. But for me, it's more so just, I I really love stand-up comedy because it just changes my mood. I could, shut up. (laughs) I could be having a bad damn, what? It's gone. (laughs) I could be having a bad day and I don't know, it just changes my mood. So it just makes me feel at peace and at home because maybe it's because it's something that I've done so long when I probably shouldn't have been watching stuff like that. But (laughs) I don't know, it just just makes me feel, you know, there. What about you, Lassie? Um, I feel most at peace or at home when I'm in my room. That is one thing that hasn't changed for me. Cue um, the brandy. <laughs> I am. It's not even funny how much time I can spend in my room. Um, whether I'm doing nothing, whether I'm doing something, my room is my space where I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's my space. Like I would come home literally, and I'd be like, I would know if someone was in my room, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I feel a presence. Also, when I'm around like super good company, like people that I know that I can really relax and be myself around. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I'm not myself around other people, but. Um, there are some people that you just really like it's all you it's 100% you and yeah. that's where I feel at peace because I'm like I don't have to be a certain way no feel so yeah mm. pretty much so that's me yeah well we did get a couple of social media answers um, Miss I guess said the beach um, Shakira said after a good run or after a meditation um, and C Martin what's his name again Cody. Cody. Cody said at home. It looks like the Jamaican flag. Uh, countryside. And did you get some last? Yeah. Um, Tia said um, he feels most at home or at peace with his wife or brothers and sisters, families, friends. Best oh, would be a combo of all of them. Mm-hmm. So 
Mm. I mean, I was at his house last night and he's so funny. He was like, thank y'all for coming by. I'm like, nigga, it's like our house now. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is like home. So don't thank us for coming by. Like, shit, we just came to invade your fridge. So I was just going to say, what a food at. <laughs> I was just going to say. Well, yeah, I mean, that was our question of the week from episode 4D. I was going to say 41. 40 going into 41. Um, I guess if you haven't had a chance to answer it, uh, if you want to just uh, hit us up via email, ybopodcast at gmail.com or Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat, Twitter, um, whatever, ybopodcast, <laughs> MKE. In the news. So, um, so who came up with this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this story, um, it kind of... Um, Piss me off. I seen it last oh. week. Um, there's a story. It's about a girl in the Bronx whose friend, um, oh, okay. they poured sc- scalding hot water on her oh, at a challenge? sleepover. Yeah, it was like a, a hot water challenge or some stupid shit. Um, but this week I seen um, an article that said that she's making a good recovery. Um, she's 11 years old. Mm. They poured boiling water on her. Um, and her mom said that she's doing better now. I guess for me, um, she's just young. And the fact that these kids thought that it was funny or a joke, that really makes me mad because at 11 years old, why are y'all boiling water and pouring it on people? You're, yeah. you're old enough to know that this is going to right. hurt her. That's what I was saying. I and, wouldn't have thought to do, to do that. And the mom said that she's suing um, oh, all the girls and the mother yeah. because they didn't call her they didn't call her to like an hour and a half after the incident what so, yeah, I didn't know so that. she said but yeah she said they was trying to cover it up and what? I just was like one of the girls um tried to commit suicide after everything happened what? and I'm I just I read that. it's just I, a lot going on and I'm like they're all young they're all young and I feel for the girl who actually got burned because as her mother was saying, she's like, she's a good person. She doesn't do anything to anyone. I don't understand why they would have did this to her joke or not. And even some of the comments underneath the story, they're like, those girls weren't her friends. Like they planned to do this, but I'm like at 11 years old, like this is what we're doing. Like, um, what was I doing at 11? I probably was able to cook on the stove at right. eleven. What right. you mean? Like yeah. even with Pat, right. we keep saying they were eleven. I blame the parenting. Like, yeah. Where's Absolutely. the supervision? Right. You, they mm-hmm. having a sleepover. Okay. Why are they up in there boiling? You're not asking these questions. Like right. why are they up in there boiling? That's no, a very very good point. You're not yeah. over here paying attention. So that's a problem right there. Yeah. Yeah. Where they all Yeah. Um. I don't know because. They didn't like what grade like, is what grade is eleven? How old are you when you? Uh, what grade are you in when you're eleven? Fifth grade, fifth grade. Sixth okay, grade. I see yeah. something yeah, in that. Sixth, sixteen, so. Oh, okay. And no, it said that she's going to miss the start of seventh grade. Um, but no, going down, she said. Um, that's crazy. They said that they warned her. She said that they warned her that if she fall asleep, they would prank her. She said I she thought it was like cold water. Cold water. That's not a prank. Draw her face, right? <laughs> she said I didn't know what they was gonna do, like, but I was. I felt tired, so after I was dancing, I just sat on the couch and I fell asleep. And then it says she jolted awake, feeling like her face was on fire. She said I was screaming because it burned, it burned, it burned, it burned. Um. That's just so she said the girl. The girls offered her a half-hearted apology and said what? it was an accident. It's they, not. A- they told her that she was to stop yelling and that she was bugging. I mean, I ain't even gonna lie. I probably would have been in jail. <laughs> I was just gonna say that I would have been in jail because no, like, I'm, especially if that was my child, man. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, um, that's just a story that I read. For me, I'm just happy that the girl is 
is yeah. going to recover. She yeah. is she gonna miss the first half of school, but she's gonna recover well. And like her mom said, she doesn't do anything to anyone. So the fact that they thought that this was and you know funny just really teased me off and like you said where was the host like where was her mom at I think the bigger question is is why are these kids so desensitized to just just like like, uh, the kids that watched the guy drown um, they were just sitting there laughing and then and then then called the police and then said on the video for like what four or five days or something like that like why are these kids just? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, kids are just people. Because that's um, true. That's true. Remember, well, not remember. Recently, the lady. You remember the grandma who got robbed? Uh, she came out the gas station and the teenage yeah, kids jumped on her. Right. And then she, I like, I kind of watched the video at work and it got to the end. She said she. Okay. <laughs> Yo, YBL podcast. Who's this? Hello. Hello, hi, right, YBL podcast. Who's this? This is Tamia. All right, Tamia, how's it going? It's going great. How's everything with you? It is good. It's good. Very great, Tamia. Hey, so we got a question for you. Uh, Lassie, set it up for us. (laughs) So right now we're um, currently talking about, I don't know if you've seen in the news, the article about the girl um, from New York who was at a sleepover and they threw boiling hot water on her face. Did you see that yeah. story? Okay. So we're just talking about, um, I guess there was a follow-up story about how she's recovering and, you know, the actions that her mom is going to take to make sure that um, they pay for her. Yeah, that her daughter gets justice. So what are your thoughts on this situation? Well, okay. Um, so I have a daughter who's 10. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, I was extremely pissed because... I was pissed at the girls and then I was pissed at the parents before the police even said anything about the whole situation. But then when I read the follow-up, I was even more upset. Right. So, first of all, those are her friends. That's not just, like, some random people off the street that she didn't know not to sleep over that she was at. Those are friends. So, it hurt my soul because I always tell my daughter, you know, and... We're, we we relocated to Dallas, Texas this past okay. October. So I've been drilling into her to try to, like, cut the cord because she's still attached to people in Milwaukee. We're from Milwaukee, so she's still attached to everybody. <laughs> but it's been hard for her to kind of cut the cord. So I wanted to meet new friends. Right. And when this happened, I'm like, friends. Because I tell her everything. I talk to her about everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her to be surprised with what the world, what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just goes back to... When they say, like, your friends, you got to keep your friends closer, you know what I mean, than your enemies. Like, it's just, it was just hurtful because, and then when you read after the fact, when she says her side of the story, she was a little tired. So she was afraid of going to sleep. Exactly. Because they had told her that they were going to prank her. Right. So she was tired. Hell, she's a kid. So, I mean, <laughs> they probably up late at night. You know how these girls be. They had to sleep over there or go to sleep. But she like I'm finna ca- I'm finna call it a night. Like y'all do what you want. I'ma just I'm I'ma risk it. But a prank, you thinking okay, they might put some toothpaste on the mouth or something. Right, right. that's what we were talking about. Draw on her face, Draw on put her, her face. put her finger in some w- warm water, right. something right. that would not have harmed her. Draw her some cute eyebrows, right. something <laughs> <laughs> playful, right. playful things. Right, you deep, you boil the water, you get it hot, and see like this is like premeditated type mm-hmm. shit. Right. Mm-hmm. You went and then you you poured it on top of me and I'm y'all of age of knowing 
that exactly. wasn't to you. Exactly. Even when you cooking, you know of A. So I'm pissed because y'all thought, and then your, your half-assed sorry was like, and then you telling her to calm down because she's screaming. Her face is melting. Like, I'm sure it feels like it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so every action, every, I would say, I'm sorry, but this is just me. Oh, definitely. I said I would be in jail because I'm fighting the mama and them kids. My nieces, my little cousins, somebody gonna fight these little girls. <laughs> that's the, that's that's unacceptable. Right. It's unacceptable that that mom let that happen to that girl while under her care. Right. Yes, and that was the, and that's the other point. That was the other point. Like, I mean, where was you at? Where was your antenna? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you got it. Don't my shit. <laughs> like, I'm not like, even parent. Like, oh shit, I'm scared. Antenna's got to uh, own all the time. You right, because kids, you know, kids do? is different nowadays. They, they, they into they think right. So at at eleven, we was really just having a sleepover. These girls nowadays, right? You know how. Mr. King, my mama did not want me going to nobody's house. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, ain't nobody gonna watch right. you like I watch exactly. you. Exactly. Unless <laughs> exactly. you know you, you gotta meet them first. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, you that. Your mama gotta meet them first. Yeah. <laughs> right. You used to cry back in the day, like, Mom, can I please just go over this? Like, you, right. you know all of these people. She on the motherboard, her grandma. <laughs> 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 you know everything about this lady, and I still can't go over there. Right. 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 Why now? I see why, because you don't know what mm-hmm. you don't know very true very true well thank you so much for your thoughts uh, did anyone having did you have a question yeah I guess to me you said that uh, something needs to happen to the to the little oh, girl yeah. so I guess in your opinion what do you think should happen to the, the children that did this to her um, I'm all for jail <laughs> so I'm all for jail and I'm all for um, an eye for an eye and I'm working mm. you know Jesus is working on me that was, damn near attempted, <laughs> that was damn near attempted murder yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I can't like you doing it way too much and y'all of age don't give me that insanity bullshit I'm not trying to hear it like mm. everything that you did to come back to you times 10 and I want mm. it to happen in jail so I oh, mean damn. that's just and including the parents I want a fine to be happening all her medical bills need to be paid yeah. for for real, for real. She got to be homeschooled, so I need you to pay for the care for that. I <laughs> Shoot, I got to go to work. She going to need somebody to watch her. Right, right. If I got to take right. off for the doctor's appointment, I need you to pay for that PTO, though. <laughs> for real. I need all that. Yeah, you got this all mapped out. <laughs> she, she, she you mama need to contact bear. that mom. Right. <laughs> she mama bear. She got this figured out already. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. I love your show. Oh, Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate that. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Okay, Dre. Take care. (laughs) You know what's really great about this? This is the second time we got a call and we like. What's that? <laughs> right. I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, you know, is. yeah, because I'm uh, Jenny KP. So. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm she like, said Ooh. Dallas. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm like, what's the man? And then when she <laughs> said she had a 10 year old daughter, I'm like, oh, we got somebody older. Like, <laughs> but hey, I, that's why I was like, it's the perfect call because it's like, it's yeah, the same age absolutely. and she under, like, she would be more so able to understand because she has that daughter. Yeah, to me, I don't thanks, know about jail. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think that's that's when that, that parenting comes in. You have to take the repercussions for the things that your kids yeah. do. Yeah. So, the parents should definitely be there should be fines there should be repercussions for yeah. that parent yeah. and they should be paying that girl's medical oh, bills definitely mm-hmm. and I think for the girls I think there definitely need to be first thing some kind of well I would say counseling and all that kind of stuff like you got and like not as like to repair them but like it's a punishment and yeah. to a- analyze like what was yeah. your thought process yeah. on yeah. and stuff like that yeah. 
Um, you know, doing something, maybe not jail, community service, something like that. Yeah. Doing something that's going to morph their Working persona, you know, right. morph that because that's right. the problem. There's a lack of that, obviously, and there's a lack of proper parenting, obviously, yeah. as well. And there needs to be a lesson yes. in a sense of like, okay, well, this is wrong. Right. This is right. why this is stuff, wrong. Right. And like talking about like people being so unsensitive to right. certain things where it's just like we're in our culture it's starting to be okay to be Absolutely. super suicidal yeah. super yeah. like you know like we're, we're making these things okay so yeah. we need to be like hold on let's step back and be like okay well this is why this is wrong this is why you yeah. don't put boiling water because someone 10 year olds don't make this up yeah. right. right of course that's not. what I'm gonna say I wonder where they got it, it from all these mm-hmm. challenges like that's the problem like text your mom and say hey bitch like you're not gonna, you're not gonna do that you're not gonna do that so stop <laughs> and if you do that's, my soul. <laughs> Please don't. that's what I'm saying like <laughs> my mom probably call me right now <laughs> pick up the phone <laughs> and I'm, I'm like they got all this they got all this dumb stuff and I mean even as an adult I would never text yeah. mama that not even on no joking shit like yeah. mama would be like who the fuck you think you yeah <laughs> Look right now. Open up, bitch. <laughs> they call you a bitch, baby. <laughs> no. Smelling your piss. I think, um, I don't know, but I think her being a mom, like you said, perfect, yeah, she's perfect mama moment baby. to yeah. call in because that was I mean, like perfect time. Granted, none of us have kids. Y'all got kids. No, right? I don't. None, like, none of us have kids. <laughs> but we can, so we can only say what I'm we scared. would do in that moment. And honestly, I don't even blame her. You know, she's like she wanted her daughter to meet new friends, but the way mm-hmm. people are now, I mean, I definitely think her daughter should still meet new friends, but yeah. just be a little cautious. That, that, that we, mm-hmm. definitely, uh, I need to meet her right. whole family before a you go to her. Play day in a public place. There you go, Tamia. Her mom came and my mom was on the balcony like how you doing <laughs> okay come on up <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie my mama really like even with my my best friends she asked their moms was it okay if I came over until I was like 17 yeah you too because you yes. <laughs> Yes. Want to know, like they be wanting to know, and I get it. And I think these parents these days, I don't want to say they like that, but I be seeing kids just in the street sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. like, what, what are you going on your bike? Like, they be little too. I'm like crossing the street, they be careful, but they be like, Jesus, like, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. The time to establish that independence, not yeah. still wipe your booty up. <laughs> for yeah. real, for real. Yeah. So I, I mean, I hope she. Do we know her name? I forgot her name. Um, they ever said dang, it. I just had it. Um, yeah. Well, I hope she recovers. Um, and I think they released like a her new, name is. Jamani. Jamani. I think they released a picture of her like a before and like right now. So really? she looks like see it. this is what I this is what's um, on the article that I Yeah, is that today. I think that might be it. Or is, yeah, that, is this the after? Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. the after. Yeah, okay. so it looks like she's recovering very well and I hope uh mm, hope that didn't do it. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I hope it's not I, like a traumatizing thing. Actually going on. me me and um me and my boyfriend talked about that on the way here. I was like that could have really ruined her as a person. Yeah. Her mom said that she's still in good spirits, but yeah. I'm like going into her teenage years, that could really ruin her and not, you know either turn her into one of those people that's mean to people or just have her be like fuck people but to hear that her mom is like no she's still a good spirit she still has a kind soul that makes me happy like when she said it touched her heart like that touched me because 
man, I, I can't even say what I would have done in this situation. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, again, shout out to Jamani, uh, right? Jamani. Jamani. Okay. And no, I just, I hope she recovers very well. Like y'all said, her psyche is just, she's there. And I hope her mom's doing a good job too of guiding her as well. Cause exactly. make sure you stay on her and they see what's going through her mind. Power. Uh, so <laughs> you didn't know because you read it like, wait, what? So Fifty Cent said he he did this himself. I just leaked all the. Cards. <laughs> <laughs> he said stars better get <laughs> So I don't know because I said I told you I was gonna read it. He said um, he said little devil face. Um, they glad I leaked this shit now. LOL. Hashtag Savage Life now. Watch what I do on BET. Hashtag Fifty Cent. Uh, Fifty Central BET. Mm. So and he had another one too saying something about the ratings went up after the league. Mm. And because I was at work when this happened, and me and Liz was like, wait a minute, you seeing that? So we was like watching it, but it was making me mad because they were showing like parts. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened before? Oh, so a lot of the stuff, like, sense. we know like what's going to happen. But to me, it, it made sense because it's like, shoot, I want to know. So now I got to wait. And it's like, you get into watching and you're like, shoot, I'm just going to wait because it, it was just, it's just too much. So yeah, so we've talked about like the, for me, I think the writing was just kind of. I'm gonna say poor, but it was kind of mediocre. Like, cause we all knew what was gonna happen, and now we're in the last uh, end of the episodes. We kind of everything that we said or predicted that's gonna yeah. happen mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So I guess y'all watching Power now. Like, do y'all kind of feel that way with this season? Or yeah, I'm like. I feel like I could have told y'all that this is how this was going to play out. Right, like, you right. know what I'm saying? Because it makes mm-hmm. sense. With the storyline, it makes sense. But, you know, sometimes when you write things, you got to be unpredictable. You know right. what? Throw a spin mm-hmm. in it, you know? But, I mean, people get comfortable and be like, okay, well, they know it's going to happen, so mm-hmm. we just going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. What are they saying on Twitter? Write that down. Write that down. Right. <laughs> well, I guess this... I don't know if y'all are mad at Tariq like I am, but I just want to backslap. I am. I am. This is that parenting I've been talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But for real though, like he made me really, 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 really mad this last episode. So mad, like I'm. He did that bullshit. He should have just left. Yeah. And then he goes home. No, he He didn't do that at all. He did. Well, yeah, of course he shouldn't have did it at all. But if you're going to do that, like he said, go leave. He made me mad because he did it. Okay, you're right. Yeah. He got the lady killed by going upstairs. Please, like, go home. <laughs> then he goes home when uh, uh, Ghost was there with uh, Mr. Tate himself. Your ass. This <laughs> crooked ass. Anyway. <sighs> you think he crooked? Well, hell yeah. He could be my crook. Hell yeah, he's but, <laughs> <laughs> And he was talking to him. He did. I'm like, Go in a room. But well, dad, the school that Rena wanted to go to. Like, exactly. I think he broke her yeah, arm yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to punch him so bad. Like, Luna, you done got yourself into something you cannot get out of now. Exactly. Like, and all this yeah. stuff would happen that I know already. And it's right. making me so mad. But uh, what made me mad, what made me so mad was, like you said, him doing it. Like, it, off topic, on topic. When, after he shot the, the lady and they turned around, it's like, where'd he go? I was like, Ghost number two, <laughs> but but Ooh, I keep wanting to say it. Though. What irritated me was that you know he he's still in this life, and you know Tasha nor Ghost knows, and now he got himself like you say in a situation that he can't get himself out of. So now he's gonna try to go to Connecticut, Connecticut, and just think everything gonna yonder- yeah. be straight. Like no, little nigga, like. No, don't follow you exactly. Right. Go follow. Where's he getting all his lean from too? My bad. Go ahead. He's getting it from fifty. Oh. <laughs> Green. 
But that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, they trying to protect their kids, keep yeah. them out of that life, but not exposing them to what's real and yeah, exactly. talking to them about it. Made it so he was gullible for this stuff. You see how easy it was for yeah. him to, yeah. you know, turn his yeah. psyche around, pin him on his parents and all yeah. this stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's another part of good parenting is yeah, you have really. to be you have to be honest. You can't you don't, hide everything. You don't have to you don't have to be like, well, be in this because I was in this so right. you experience it. But you know, telling people things and, and yeah. teaching them stories and stuff like that and being like, you know, this wasn't the proper way for me to go about it and yeah. letting them know, you know, could have contrast all that stuff. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree because when he had asked uh, ghosts like questions about their past and he was like, you know, not now or mm-hmm. tell him. He when already, is after, he's, after he's been through that shit with Kanan and that whole situation, yeah. he knows something. Right. Well, he's not stupid. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, he kind of pinned it on Kanan too. He's not a good guy. Nigga, you ain't either. Like, what right. you mean? Yeah. Like, right. I know you're going to tell me that, but shoot, give me a little something. <laughs> right. Well, it's not even about being a bad guy or a yeah. good guy at that point. It's about, okay, I went through this. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I've been on this speech this whole week and a half. It's yeah. about like, yeah. if I go through a struggle, you shouldn't have to go through it. Yeah, like right. I've been through the show for you. Yeah, like right. we moving forward, yeah. we're not moving backwards because right. we already went through this. So yeah. you got to do that with your kids right. too. Like yeah. if you if you already had this lesson, yeah, you took them out the hood, but you also got to tell them this what is the did. hood. Yeah. Exactly, you still got to yeah. teach them. And I yeah. think that's a big problem with the black community in general is always right. trying to escape. Escape. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why are we trying? Okay, so you left. Okay, but. That's not teaching anybody. That's not yeah. doing anybody any right. good because you yeah. escaping, but you're not teaching them survival skills about how not to backtrack and how right. to survive and cope with the reality that they're in now because they're still black. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. They're still That's black. True. You know, no matter what school they go to. And, and I, exactly. I think uh, I be I be watching grown up hip hop. Um, <laughs> shoot, I'm nosy. So um, <laughs> and well, Master P is on the one. Oh, I guess this L A or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking to Romeo about that, and I just thought it was interesting because he actually tells him what he's been through when he took him I'm gonna you know, take you back to New Orleans I'm gonna show you and he was showing him the school he went to and like stuff that happened because some happened where his, his friend turned on him and Master P like you gotta watch who your friends are mm-hmm. and then his little cousin had swung on him and now there's this big lawsuit dude trying to sue him for like 500,000 and Master P like look oh, nigga wow. like you ain't gonna be messing up my stuff cause you crazy mm-hmm. so he snapped on the little cousin and was telling Romeo like you know what I'm saying you gotta understand like I came from that and I don't want you to have to go through it so I just thought it was it was, it was yeah. the show yeah but just for him to be on there explaining like you know just being real about it too so mm-hmm. that's that's what little Tariq need not uh shh Kanan's bad like, right mm-hmm. right yeah so I just I just thought that was now, dope. I feel like now Tommy in the mix he like Uncle Tommy yeah and then, right I'm like <laughs> I gotta go but in Tommy's defense that's not his place to tell him very true so yeah. but if you want Uncle Tommy got so much dirt he just killed somebody in the Cleveland yeah, yeah. Oh, a little bit I'm gonna say did y'all did, did y'all watch did you watch the links I didn't no, watch the league. I didn't watch the league. So, uh, I'm, I'm fine with the whole, like, spoiler alert. It don't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> this, gonna air. It's, this one going to air. Yeah, you'll oh. be all right. Okay, so... Tell them where you, they can find the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's a league, it's Angelique. Just put it back in the cup. <laughs> so, oh, I feel so bad, but whatever. I already know. Um, I already know, too. Raina got killed. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> by brains because stupid little Tariq. Um, I, I don't, like I said, I, don't, I didn't know that part. Yeah, I don't want to know no more. What is this? 
I don't know. That's the thing. That's why I said it, it. Fifty was right. It makes me want to watch because whoever leaked it show like certain parts. I'm like, it said thirty six minutes. I'm like, what the rest of it? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know what what I missed before, but basically he was running from brains or whatever, and I don't know where the hell ran it came from. But Probably followed his like, ass out like, the house. Yeah, and he behind his damn bush like. <laughs> and then Raina like walked up on brains because he like where the little nigga go and she's like yeah you're at my brother's school you're chasing my brother like leave him alone and then he just shot her and oh. she fell and then he get up and he, uh, me and my co- uh, who, me, me and somebody had a debate I'm like this little nigga if I'm your sister you better get up and come help like he behind the bush and just let her get killed so when brains ran that's when he ran out like Raina he was like it don't have to be both of us right and then the, ep- the episode <laughs> ended the episode ended right there but then um, Damn, I think that's deep after that um, and I, the reason why I wanted to say it because I think one of y'all said like you, you called him little ghost he um, he ended up killing know. the dude that killed Raina um, and you know Tasha and him like oh my god like and it, the police was coming and they was like um, come on we gotta go so it was I thought it was a really really great scene because it was Tasha telling him what to do as if it was them and he was he was being exposed to how they do things so she took him down to the basement put your shirt in the incinerator take it off and he's like all right and they got upstairs when we get up here you do not say anything to nobody you go in there you do this you do that and he was like okay and as she's talking he's in the bathroom doing stuff scrubbing his nails and he's looking in the mirror i'm like that nigga little ghost so i just thought it was dope because it was very it was very insightful and he was for me if it was me i'm like damn this is what you niggas be doing so it right. was just it was just dope and I don't think he's probably ever really stepped foot in their bathroom before so he got to see all this stuff she told him to touch and do this and you keep scrubbing until it, your hands break and he like so <laughs> yeah that's it sorry guys <laughs> no well I, I guess I could kind of could have kind of pieced that together because I did know that she died and yeah. I, I saw a little clip of her running and I was like after last week's episode I was like Tariq gonna get his damn sister killed and well <laughs> Well, she already hurt her arm. I'm finish her off. I wish we was getting the 13, 12, 12 or 13 episodes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I hope we don't have I to wait the year. 10. Yeah, so shout out to Power and the Leak. Sorry, guys. If there's Thanks, a leak, 50 Cent. If it's a leak, there's YBL. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, another thing too I read this article um, I kind of browsed over but I kind of got the point of it um, the title of it uh, was interesting it was as black people will we ever truly have a future in America um, so this guy just kind of went through like his everyday life and just you know going to work doing this and you know he loves being black but he started to question like dang even though we're doing all this stuff to kind of fit into society and just be normal people as you know like white people will we ever have a future because of you know what's going on or what happened in charlottesville and things of that nature so i guess i just wanted to get everybody's opinion on like shoot do you think it'll ever be you know okay to be black and oh shit (laughs) (laughs) that started a conversation right why podcast who's this probably it's probably hello why podcast who's this um, this is this is Jay from Houston, one half of um, No Boundaries, and yes. I'm, I'm officially one fourth of um, YBL. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. Um, so Jay, um, I know you just commented on our Twitter or Instagram, and I told you we were talking about power that just ended. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was outside. I was outside. Yeah. So I, I, we got a question for you. Um, I, I read this article. I kind of browsed over it. It was called "As Black People, Will We Ever Truly Have a Future in America?" Um, so I guess the title kind of speaks for itself. The guy just kind of went through his everyday life in terms of uh, being black in America and just really realizing like, well, shit, like we always kind of going to be on the back burner to everything. So I guess I just want to show everybody's opinion on like, do you think we'll ever, you know, have a place in America or, you know, do we have a future? 
um, as black people, as just us being black and solely black, not counting any kind of interracial means, I don't, I don't believe so. Hmm. But I believe in, I, I want to say, maybe 50, 50 years, the interracial, the interracial population is going to be so huge that I believe it'll probably um, outpopulate the white race. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you're trying to build that wall. I mean, just, just as black people, we we um, tear each other down to the point where if we would unite, we would be so so powerful. But and and I, I'm speaking just based off the Texas perspective. In Texas, a lot of a lot of people of Hispanic descent don't get along with black people. Mm. And if you put mm. the Hispanics and the blacks together that are in Texas, we would be a, a solid rival to what's going on um, on the white side. Like you could probably make Texas a democratic state if you wanted to. If you could give hmm. everybody on the same page, yeah. So, why do you think that is, though? Like, um, just you know, just a couple of thoughts. Like, why do you think that you know there is such a tension between not only just uh, you know the Latino uh, race, but also between Black people in general? I don't know because I love Hispanic people. I've got a couple of Hispanic girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, it's funny. They hit you with that poppy. But it's a rap band. <laughs> I think, it's, too. I think it's a, a <laughs> between the between the thing who's right under the white people. Like black people, like okay, it's white people then us, and the same people, like no, it's white people then us. So it just kind of it's us competing to see who's second, basically. Which mm. will if we came together and joined, we would she probably be first. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I had I had the conversation with my co-host. I was telling them that kind of I've been watching um, the '90s on CNN, and they were talking about how the Clintons changed welfare rate. And how it affected more white people than it did black people. But mm. the thing is about the upper echelon of white people. Okay, you on the motorcycle. Anyway, <laughs> the white people, they might as well just be black because they're not helping the overall statue of the white population. So when the welfare act affected the lower class white people, the, the predominant white people in the country didn't care because mm-hmm. it's like, well, they might as well be black because they're not helping us anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I think a lot of lower class or quote unquote white, white trash, trash, if you will, thank you, didn't realize that a lot of the issues that affect black people also affect them as well too, because they don't have the uh, the funds or the money to right. be considered the white top or the one percent. Um, mm-hmm. So they a lot of people, but what Trump did, and what I believe that he did successfully, is that he made those people feel like they are still superior than us. So right. That's why they voted for him. But then all exactly. the places. And they're like, wait a minute. Wait a, yeah. Health care back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You liar. They, they, felt, they felt to realize that Trump is rich. Yeah. 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 Kind of he pandered, pandered to the lower class white people, white people who was like, well, if Trump's rich, maybe I can get rich too. Right. And that's mm-hmm. just not how it goes. Just hope. because Jay-Z's rich <laughs> doesn't mean Jay from Houston is going to end up rich. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, one fourth member, why, you're gonna get some money, y'all. Right? <laughs> yeah, you gonna get that bag. Right? <laughs> yeah, just just make some room for us in Texas, right? <laughs> well, Jay, we thank you for calling and uh, giving us your input. Um, we'll be here probably for another half an hour or so. Um, so tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll, we'll do it, and more. If you need some backup, oh. you up. I got you. 
Oh yeah, we know we, we ain't talking about the relationship stuff this week, so they ain't. They ain't well, we didn't even get there yet, and uh, he is outnumbered today. We do have two wonderful guests, um, two ladies, uh, Carson and Lexi from Copyright Mag out of Milwaukee. So you should check them out. We'll get you more information. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my ball. I'm gonna let y'all go. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saw. Right. <laughs> he ain't got no boundaries. Look at that. Right, that's a great title for their podcast. <laughs> they, I listened to their last episode. Him and um, I think Well Welly, they had a good conversation. Um, so check them out on um, all platforms, iTunes and SoundCloud. Again, no boundaries. Yeah, I was wanted to get into y'all, like, even though we're all black here, but I guess, uh, you know, the subcategory would be women. It's like, mm-hmm. it's black women. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of the, y'all feel like y'all got a future here in America? Well, no. we, we were having this conversation yesterday in the mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Like, we was having this conversation about, you know, us unifying as a people. Yeah. You know, unifying as a right. people. And if we, if we unified and if we didn't have these, you know, people who would be like, oh, wait, everybody unifying. This is my chance to uh, go and assimilate with the white people. Like, if we had people who didn't think that way, mm-hmm. then we would progress. Because every other culture does that yeah you know every other culture does that and um as women you know we're always they always say you know we we hold us together you Mm -hmm. know and and everything Mm -hmm. like that which is true but that's what women do in general we are the nurturers you know we are we are the backbone other things like that so you know i think in general we could have a future if we learned how to unify but the problem is we need to stop assimilating Mm -hmm. we need to stop Mm -hmm. fitting it fitting into the status quo of what white culture is which does not exist right Right. you know and start being okay with being black and being okay with being black and educated being okay with being black and cultured being okay with being black and wherever you're from and cultivating Mm -hmm. that and growing Mm -hmm. as a people it's okay we know what the track record is stop falling into the traps and start you know forming together and unifying and I think we can survive just like anybody else can survive mm-hmm. so it's it's you know support our own people mm-hmm. you know elevate our own people stop yeah. trying to say that the standards that the white community has put upon us is the only way to do it and you know learn from the positive aspects of it you know yeah so I think yeah we can do it if we want to do it yeah I agree I definitely agree. And it's funny when you were talking, I was thinking like, um, I know in previous episodes we've said it and even I've heard it um, on TV, the like the Jewish community or the, the, the uh, Chinese people, Asian. they're so, uh, thank you, Asian people, they're, you know, right. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. No, but you know, they stick together and that's the thing. Um, I actually had a conversation similar to this last night as well. Um, if we stick together, get together and build up the community build up these younger black children build up each other mm-hmm. instead of tearing each other down and like you said assimilating to the white standard mm-hmm. then we can do it there right. is a future but like you said we have to I think I want to say want it mm-hmm. not to say that people don't but we have to want it we have to want to work for it as yeah. well but I think I definitely think there's like a um like we even stereotype our own selves yes, in the community is. where it's like okay well there's like there's even a level to being black where like the black man is before the black woman right. in certain instances or even just like going to your friend that's a black man versus going to someone who's a white man that can do the same job right you right, know right, like right. you already have those kind of stereotypical mm-hmm. ideas and we kind of need to fight against that too because how are we support how are we supposed to support our own husband if we can't trust the next person's hustle right like how is that supposed to happen and that's a validation thing we we let the white person be the validation for what we do that's true we let the, the white business be a validation for what we do 
we we let the white standard be a validation mm-hmm. for what we do instead of being like okay there's validity in us being us it's okay right you know so yeah, yeah. And i think a lot of it too is that we have to know our history um, not just slavery, but back in Africa, too. And if you have an opportunity to even get your, you know, your genetic makeup and know where you come from, that's important as well, too. But I mm-hmm. think a lot of times these kids don't know where they come from or don't know their history or even just their family history. Like your, yeah. your great great grandmother could have mm-hmm. been, uh, you know, you know, somebody that was you know, abolishing uh, slaves or helped uh, abolishing slavery or whatever. Um but if they get that that background, they'll know that hey, young boy, you're you're a king. You know, hey, yeah. young one well, young woman, you're a queen. Like you don't have to do what you're doing right now. That you have you have higher standards to live up to. Um, so I think that's important as well too. But, yeah, they got to stop putting us in the back of the history book too. We don't ever get there in school. Yeah. We never finish the damn book. <laughs> it always started with the damn Boston Tea Party or whatever the <laughs> shit was. And I even think looking even closer in context and thinking about our history that's more recent and more yeah. current, mm-hmm. yeah. and then just look at the contrast between what our counterparts are doing and how they try to they try to copy us mm-hmm. they try really. to copy our positives all the time mm-hmm. right you know and a lot of and a lot of that fluctuation is envy on their part mm-hmm. of what we have you know like that's why I air quoted you can't see that while I'm talking yeah. the air quote, <laughs> of, the air quote yeah. of white culture you know right. what I'm saying yeah. things like that so it's not you know the history is right now as well yeah. you know I don't think people analyze that either like right. you know yeah. what's going on right now or what's going on last year you know people yeah. don't k- mm-hmm. keep that into consideration when it's like talking about that growth and stuff like that like yeah, yeah. the Africa the slavery the Black Panther movement you know all that the Afrocentric movement you know all that stuff comes into context when you're talking about cultivating our current culture right. yeah. mm-hmm. you know people just too stuck because yeah. they, they're that white validation and, yeah. and a lot of that stuff because uh, I think we were talking about it, a lot of that stuff is actually in the books I think the Trayvon Martin I think yeah. somebody was like that's in the history book I'm like it's yeah. shit that happened like, yeah. right yeah. And, and I don't know Lassie if you remember uh, we went to the um, National Museum of, uh, of African American History in D.C. the one I just opened in November mm-hmm. and remember we were walking on the, like the bus or the train or whatever and it was like right. a little white boy first of all they had all these kids running around I'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if they're not going to be here to learn why are they here like Right. I just feel like they were here just to just for a field trip. Kids running around, and they just writing stuff about something they saw, and I'm like, "Do you even understand what you're saying?" Exactly. But um, specifically, the little boy that they was running, and the little white boy was like, uh, "The black boy said something to him," and the little white boy was like, "These are your people." And the, and the black boy was like, they "Ain't my people." And the man lost you. Yeah, it was just so crazy because he really, he really was like, "These ain't my people." Like, I was like little boy, you are black. Right. <laughs> That's, these is these these are your people. I was just going. I'm like. It was crazy, you know, because even even that and then even when we were um, there was um, we talked about that, too. After we came back, there was a, like a simulation car ride and oh, um, we yeah. had an older black lady and she was like, mm-hmm, I remember that. And that was crazy. Not to say that white people couldn't be in the museum, but it was so many white people there. And me personally, I was like, I wonder what oh, they're what thinking. I wonder what they were yeah. thinking, especially when some of those older black people were like, yeah, I remember this. I remember when this mm-hmm. happened to my my dad or I remember when this happened to my mom or, or me. you know, right. I remember when this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all haven't been, definitely get um, tickets to go to the museum. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So much, so much history in there. But it was a lot of old white people, too. Because remember when we yeah. went to the Emmett Till portion, a lot of people, a lot of white people was crying. A lot of white people was crying. It mm-hmm. that, was that was something that was something that was near yeah. and dear to my heart because I didn't know. Yeah, I heard know the name, yeah. but I haven't I didn't mm-hmm. know much about it. And 
ain't gonna lie, I did tear up a little bit, but I ain't, you know, I ain't letting well, yeah, fall, we was gonna leave. We got all the way to the top. We was tired, and she was like, I said, you don't know about it. I said, come on, shoot. <laughs> yes, yes, we was about to leave, and she brought me back down. And um, They had, like, the casket. They had it uh, refinished or whatever. Yeah. It, it was, it was, okay. it was a lot. And that's yeah. something now that when I have children, or even my little brothers, they're four and five, when they get of age, that's something that I can tell them that I learned about our history, things that have happened. So don't think, I mean, not to, not to say don't think, but I don't want them to... I think that all of this is new. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it's, it's been happening. I think people forget how um, recent it is. Yeah, yes. like, so recent. Like yes. it's not yeah. like right. Yeah, it didn't happen when we were born. Yeah. Right. But our moms and our dads yeah. Yeah. can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's crazy. Like yeah. Yeah, one generation. Yeah, my mom used to tell me stories about like when she was going down south when she was little. She said there was still colored and mm-hmm. non-colored water yeah. problems. And I'm like, you my mama. What is you talking right. about? Like you know, why did you see this? Yeah, like right. why? Why could you see? You know, so if it's that close in proximity, you know, that's yeah. a, that's the thing. Yeah. And you know, I think also I think our generation and the generation that's right behind us, you know the reason why we're able to move around and function the way we do is because somebody made a sacrifice before us before right. we got there and I don't think people you know they be so comfortable in right, what it is right now right. they don't want to force the issue like okay this is okay and it's like you know that yeah. very recently this wasn't a thing mm-hmm. you know and in order for us to grow somebody else has to you know make a sacrifice you know? stone, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah and there's some parts downtown, uh, down south that black people still cannot go to they, can, yeah. they can't yeah. they might not necessarily say it but yeah. know, right. those applications are yeah. being denied those oh we don't need we know we're, we're full yeah. we're at capacity yeah, yeah. So even uh, I know it's not really like down south but to us it is but uh, Charlottesville Virginia I think I was listening to the breakfast club and a guy called in and he was like I guess everything was kind of happening downtown he was like I don't he said we don't really go downtown we isn't black people he said because we know what really happens down there and I thought I'm like damn like really um and I also want to say too my dad he was in this like riot because he went to Madison High School like he was probably a sophomore or something like in 79 and I got if I had if I had it like handy he got this picture where he got arrested um he got like I was like what was you doing he was like I had my nunchucks I'm like what what was you doing he was like I was about to go whoop some ass (laughs) he was like yeah we had a riot and I just thought it was interesting like you were involved in that and he said um my grandma came and picked him up from the police station he's like what you doing like yeah 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 I was like but it was just and then then he would tell me too like he would be walking home and there would be like white kids on the school bus and he'd be walking and he always tell me the story they'd be out out the window like nigger 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 and he said I start throwing rocks at the bus I'm like you like you really was there for like all this stuff right Mm -hmm. like if I don't know what I'd do if I got caught a nigga like Right, but see, we have we have the ability to right now to have that position. Like, exactly, nobody's gonna say that to me and not right. have something done with them. But then you couldn't do anything yeah. because you yeah. know what the repercussions now. Exactly. Now we like more like 50 50 Like something could happen. So yeah. that's what I'm like. Like you know, so we, we take that risk. You like fifty percent is a lot. Like right. you know, compared then, to none, it was a hundred percent. Something bad is gonna happen to you if you try to defend yourself. Right. That just reminded me of those posts that you see. Like, what does it say? We ain't like our grandparents. You call you you yeah. know you say something about yeah. me. You can catch Don't these hands. Right. Right. Your ass was right. right. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we're full today. Just kidding. <laughs> Let me take one more. Wabio podcast. Who's this? Yo, Wabio podcast. Who's this? Yo, this is Allah. Who? Hello, from Brooklyn. What's good? 
What's good, B? Uh, <laughs> yo, we talking about uh, we talking about. Do you do you think that? Uh, Want me to think, set him up? Yo, go ahead, set him up. Go Please. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not standard, Moanja. Um, we're talking about. I seen this article. It was uh, titled "As Black People, Will We Ever Truly Have a Future in America?" Um, so we're just kind of discussing our opinions on. I guess the, to me, the topic kind of speaks for itself. Um, so I guess your opinions on. Um, I guess where we are now and in the future. Do you think as black people, do we have a position in America? Or, do we have a future? I mean, black people always got a future. It's just we make our own future. We can't Ooh. let it be dictated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lexi that's, was just saying that. That's, okay, that's, King. I, I, I work in uh, a, uh, a diverse city agency, but it's, you know, usually the head of the head is, you know, not brown or black, but white. So it's mm. all about just working your way up to the top. Sometimes who you know is best, but... Sometimes you got to know yourself. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? We got to know each other as people. Like, it's a lot of black businesses that are open, but they're failing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's because, you know, they just fall into a custom to just, you know, not being able to get that loan because you're a minority mm-hmm. or, or what have you, or just not being, I'm not feeling you could work with another black person. You know what I'm saying? And that shouldn't be how it is. Like, you shouldn't fall into, into that, into that uh, stigmatism, I would say. But now I just saw I just saw my Instagram call call young black and, and opinionated. So I said, let me get this to the call. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, we I'm more supporting. Yeah, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate that. One more thing, I got some as uh, as a black male. How do you think our future is? Um, as far as just business wise, family wise, just just in general, like, do you think as black male, do we have a future? Uh, well, as a black male. I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough question because, you know, I, I can't speak for all of us, you know what I'm right. saying? I can only speak for, you know, the ones who I've kept in my circle, you know, and the ones who I've seen leave my circle. But uh, outside looking in, I mean, we we on our way to the top, but it's just, you know, we got to we gotta, we gotta be together. We can't, you know, everybody be, be singular and, and move, move as, you know, individuals. We got to move together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everyone is going to have their own goals. Like, everyone has their own race, but it should be a marathon and not a race. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think we, we're doing well um, as, as family and, you know what I'm saying, being, being ahead of the household. That's always going to be, you know, a tough thing to do because we always have the stigmatism, you know, uh, you know, we ain't shit or, you know what I'm saying, we don't have yeah. to support a family, like, you know what I'm saying, but we just got to motivate each other or have that support group. So yeah, if right. one of your men knock up, or knock up something or, or get their girl pregnant, then, you know what I'm saying, you got to help them prepare as well. They may not it's have that father or pro mm-hmm. model. I think I've seen something like that recently. That was a word. You got to just be that support system and, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you never know, but our youth is our future, so... Yo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Us in our 20s and 30s, before we know it, we're going to be in our 40s and 50s. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I'm going to say, hold on, I'm not ready. ready. You're right. I'm only 25. Yeah, we over here saying we're not, not ready, ready for the 40s and 50s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, it might be cracking, though. Either, but I'm, all, I'm always thinking ahead. Like, y'all yeah, it's true. So y'all thinking ahead. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and what, we in 2017, so in three years, it's another election. Right, right. So, Thank God. We, we already right. trying already to get them out now. Crazy now. <laughs> now that's go. gonna happen in two years when they really start to have the primaries, like the, the, the uh, Democratic, uh, whatever shit. But just New York is now. Yeah. Yeah. We got the Blasio flipped on the black people. We ain't got a black wife and, and mixed kids, but he don't treat 
the style or the Bronx or certain parts in Queens or, you know what I'm saying, in Harlem, how he treats Bensonhurst or Sheepshed Bay or Staten Island. Staten Island. So right. it's, 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 it's all about, you know what I'm saying, us together as one, us getting on the table, sitting at the table, being a councilman or getting involved in politics. Mm-hmm. Politics is very, is very sneaky, and I don't think, you know, they want us to get involved because they know that's where the power lies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Right. About it. Bro, you just dropped some gems, bro. Where you come from, man? <laughs> Yo, you just dropped I'm, some gems. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Clinton Hills. I live in Bed Stuy, so you can say me the same thing. Bed Stewie, I'm just playing. Where y'all located at, though? Milwaukee, Wisconsin, man. We in Wisconsin. Yes, there's black people here. Right. Where? 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 Like North Dakota? No, no, no. Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Bucks, Milwaukee. Oh, Wisconsin. Oh, go Badgers. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, y'all definitely got to hold it down out there because it's different. I mean, yeah, man. I've never been to Wisconsin, but I know you don't see a lot of brown unless you're looking at, you know, yeah. Well, come to Milwaukee. You'll see a lot of brown. Yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. Surprise. We have a party. You should come. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Milwaukee definitely have a lot of us well uh, uh zello say your name one more time which zello zello okay zello uh you should ch- not last episode but the episode before right uh you mentioned something about council members and being part of politics we had a um a really good con- conversation about it so you should actually check that one out um i don't know if you listened to us before but we're on soundcloud and itunes um under young black and opinionated so uh we we have this every yeah, week I'm so gonna, definitely check us out Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I myself have a podcast with Aaron September first, and okay. we definitely would like to. Um, we're gonna definitely reach out to, to you guys, and yeah, for sure. Definitely try to get you on air because y'all got a lot of topics and whatnot that you know it's, it's good that we like to involve. So you know, help help a brother, help a sister. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we can make this make this match and make it a match. I'm all the way in New York. I just saw this shit on Instagram. So just, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what's up. Social media words. <laughs> Yeah. All right, yeah so yeah make sure you I, I don't know if we follow each other yet but uh yeah make sure you follow up YBO Podcast MKE on yeah follow us right now so we can follow you back yeah we can follow you right back and then we can uh, definitely have a conversation and uh you know come up with mm-hmm. some, some ideas alright for sure for sure yeah, y'all be well take care you too have a good weekend I like what y'all got going on thanks appreciate it bro have a good one alright peace bye that's <laughs> First of all, you always end the phone call. Peace. Like, you know, it's funny because remember I said that, and I and I say I always say this that um, just for being in my position where I work, and I, I noticed that, and just I listen to different podcasts, especially I always say D.L. Hewley's podcast because he brings the funny and the real. And I always mention that for me, it was always that we need to get involved and we need to kind of up one because my from my experiences once i know a little bit more or just more than they do know Mm -hmm. that's when you catch them where you can't tell me i'm wrong the only thing that that's the issue is i'm black and you're white or whatever Mm -hmm. right so and we had that conversation in 39 39 about where i brought up the the article where they were talking about we're not the article the podcast and they just kind of discussed that um whatever the disparities we talked about some topic but it was just basically that the only time that whatever we were talking about didn't happen was when black people were a part of the council members or the board or the government right and that's he's right that's just basically what i'm saying that we need to not shy away from it we talked about how it's you get a, system, a yeah. yeah a letter in the mail for jury duty oh shit like you know what i'm saying that's a, a good place for us to kind of know what's going on i did jury duty and i was like Ugh. but i actually have fun i'm mm-hmm. like shit. like oh, okay i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm from milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's really important for us to start having conversations that are super uncomfortable mm-hmm. and definitely, like, definitely start. I think the the issue is kind of like twofold. Like the thing about it is we're coming more to the table. Like we're bringing more black people. We're bringing more mm-hmm. Latino people. Yeah. We're, bring, we're bringing people of color to the table. Right. right? Mm-hmm. The problem is we're not taking that conversation to the people that matter. Quote yeah. unquote. Right. Yeah. Like the people that actually have the power to mm-hmm. change what's going on yeah. in the systems. Cause it's obviously a lot of systematic problems. Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to say, okay, well we, we had this conversation. We on the same page now, but now we need to go forth and, tell that white man that's mm-hmm. running yeah. anything you know like we need to have those conversations because yeah. if they're not getting uncomfortable they don't understand our uncomfortable like yeah feelings. that's very right. true right. we need to reclaim our time if you yeah. don't change x y and z we're not going to x y and z right yeah. Yeah. and hit them in their pockets and that's yeah we when we were in the car too we were like all we got to do is stop buying something for one, one day, day. Yeah. like yeah. we one as a day. people just one true. day just stop it like yeah if our mouths don't work our money will Hmm. yeah yeah well that was a good discussion guys I I like where that went shout out to our phone calls we got two was it three two three yeah you're right three oh yeah Jay called so we got uh, Tamia was that what Mm -hmm. was it Tamia Jay and Zello Zello Mm -hmm. from Brooklyn Texas and Dallas and Houston so Mm -hmm. yeah shout out to them seven things no one tells black girls so um, I saw an article. I usually um, I usually try to share something about men um, because I think sometimes people forget about black men and that they need <clears throat> that they need um, yeah. they need words of encouragement. Go. They need they need to know that it's okay. They need the same thing that black women need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sorry, Moanje. This week I have to cater <laughs> to the ladies because I knew we were going to have you guys on. So I had your week last week. Okay, <laughs> right. Hey, we're buddy. all in our twenties, so it says seven things no one no one tells black girls about their twenties. It starts off. She says a while ago I read an article about Drake making it to the Forbes five hip hop wealthiest artists list with a sixty million net worth and at the age of twenty nine. And then I remember reading about eleven year old Michaela Omer who landed an eleven million. Con- $11 million contract with Whole Foods to distribute her natural lemonade hmm. and what in the hell am I doing with my life <laughs> she's like I'm days away I'm days away from 30 years old and I think I'm supposed to be rich by now I think I'm supposed to have my dream job achieved all of my goals and I'm sure my bucket list should be just about finished in fact I'm most certain that I should be able to buy real fancy things and drink champagne for lunch be best friends with Oprah and Shonda Rhimes and have a re- and have regular brunch date brunch dates with my bitches on the patio of my castle uh uh-uh. uh no who's that I don't oh answer it answer it alright yeah YBL Podcast who's this <laughs> Yo, YBO Podcast, who's this? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's going on? This is, this is Bryce from Brooklyn. Who? Bryce from Brooklyn. Rice? Bryce. Bryce from Brooklyn. Bryce. What up, what up yes. Bryce? Yes. yes, sir. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Man, we good, man. We good. Uh, Loxy, go ahead and set him up. <laughs> Well, um, right now, uh, yeah, I was just getting started on talking about uh, seven things that no one tells black girls in their while they're in their twenties. Um, Bryce, how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, okay, so you're almost 30. Um, I guess. Um, well, no, yeah, this, yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a follow up. There's a follow up. There's a follow up. So I guess being 28 years old and almost 30, um, I guess the, the title of the article for for black women for a black male. There's just something that people never really told you um 
Where am I going with this, Lassie? Is there something that people never told you that you feel that you needed to know in your 20s some gems. as a black man? Is there some gems that weren't dropped or that you didn't pick up when you, you know, as your 20s are going into your 30s? Is there something that, you know, you wish you had known? Well, I, I think for for one, uh, I, I was I was lucky enough to have father figures in my life. Mm. And they were able to, you know, drop certain jewels on me that are, I guess, timeless jewels that you could say but I will say that as you do get older there is a disconnect from just just random time like obviously if my pops is 60 or, or like 50 60 age then when he grew up the times are different than father's dad growing up now and then me myself growing up now and you know uh, the internet age social media stuff like that um, so I think with the progression of uh I guess all types of different industries and just life in general. There's a gap that you know older older people probably won't be able to, uh, I guess, school you in. Right. So you know, yeah, just like anything else, like riding a bike, that's like stuff like that is timeless. But like things that like are okay, how to how to maneuver in a social media age or how to maneuver in you know mm-hmm. just a, a different yeah. type of time or more modern time. It's something that you kind of have to go through, and you know, that's true. Scrape your knee up on your own. Yeah, because you're showing them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I know one thing. Like for me, um, I wish I had known about stocks. Now I'm, I'm getting into stocks. I got I got a couple stocks, and it's kind of like I wish had I started at a younger age instead of getting yeah. me, you know Nintendo 64 for my birthday. Give me that, you know, that Nike or that. You'd have uh, been mad as hell. Apple, <laughs> Apple, Apple stock, you know, or Amazon too. If Amazon, oh, so still nice. give me the give me the Nintendo, right. but um, get the oh, stock behind my back, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the stock behind that too. So yeah, just certain gems, but yeah, man, we uh. We we appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, thank you so much, Bryce. And uh, yeah, yeah, New York is no, in the building. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Where y'all located at? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay, cool. Shout out to Milwaukee. Yeah, y'all there's black people there. here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. All right, no doubt. I, is that Zello in the background? I, I right. Yeah, is that Zello in the background? Is it music in the background? No, Zello. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fam, I just saw another nine one seven number. Like, no, shout that? out to him. Yeah, shout out to him, though, man. He, 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 he did tell the friend. I was gonna say it's rare that people actually do that. They lie about. Pushing the movement, you know. Everybody's kind of, you know, doing their own thing, and you know, definitely shout out to y'all. I yeah. got a, a digital media platform as well with, with sports, sports and media. Sports and media going on, so you know Zello's about to boom off with his his podcast and his platform. And okay, you guys doing your thing too. So yeah, can y'all please yeah, follow us know, on Instagram got, right now? Yeah, what's um, what's what's that thing? It's YB. It's YBO podcast. M K E Y B L. Oh, that was an Oscar. <laughs> what's it called? Y is in yes. Was that an invite to Brooklyn? B is in boy. <laughs> o is an Oscar. Invite to Brooklyn, New York. YBL podcast. O O is an Oscar. YBO. YBO podcast. MKE. 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 YBO. Yeah, YBO podcast. MKE. Podcast. M- MKE. Yes. Got it. I see it. All right, cool. I'm going to send y'all uh, a request from, from my platform, too, so we can connect and keep building. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. All right. Thanks, Bryce right. and uh, Zella. We'll be in Brooklyn soon. <laughs> yes, sir. <
That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> he told a friend for real. Like, it's not my fault. All right. Same house. Hey, bro, call this number. Well, I'm going to... I'm gonna go through these not quickly but kind of quickly. Um, so um, she says, I think I've been robbed and bamboozled because nobody told me about this. They didn't tell me one that you won't have your shit together by thirty. You won't. You just won't. You will not. And if you do, then high five to you and sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> um, I really do like the rest of it, so I'm gonna just keep reading. Um, she said, um, because you are the exception. And by the way, why is 30 the age? Why do we aspire to 30? Why does time expire after 30? Mm. That's not even half our lifespan. Why not 50? Why can't we have our shit together by 50? Someone needs to make that a rule. Let's I like change that. it today. <laughs> <laughs> Two, that you need to see some world. Generally, black people yes. aren't encouraged enough Y'all, to um, travel. Yeah, we might visit a neighboring state, go a little further for a family reunion, but a lot of us haven't seen anything outside of our neighborhood. Getting on a plane? Yeah, right. Venturing abroad? Oh, hell no. Who knows? what the hesitation is to get us out the world but the good news is that the that this idea is going away so travel go to a different country see your state hell explore your own city three that if you have kids they will change your life so hard three <laughs> b that if you don't have kids they will change your life so hard <laughs> um whew. That one, I'll, I'll read that one because we don't have kids. Um, it says, because your mama and your mama's best friend and your grandmama and your auntie and your married with children friends will all be asking you when you plan on having them and if they're asking you <laughs> what time it is. So, mm. number four, that the people who you started the 20s with may not end them with you. Mm. Um, we talked about that in one of our episodes, yeah. just growing growing apart from yeah. people that you've been friends with for a long, long time, and sometimes you just outgrow people. Yes. Um, so I think that's important. Five, that sometimes things just don't work out, or they don't work out in the way you intended. Life happens, and that causes things to take a left at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Six, that you ain't superwoman. <laughs> I know, right? right? Wait, I read that and it hurt my feelings. Right. Like, I'm trying. Um, she's, it says, I want to highlight bold and put this in bright red font just to make sure this is clear. Don't believe the hype. The whole notion that black women need to strive toward perfection, make all the sacrifices, give loyalty freely, hold it all together, do every single thing for every single body with some sort of extraordinary strength and never waver or ask for help all the time is a lie. Yes, we're magic. Of course, we're mixed with brown sugar and spice, gunpowder and gold. But... <laughs> But me first. You say me first and miracles happen. We can do everything, but we don't have to obligate ourselves to it, nor do we have to set unrealistic expectations based upon others, other people's needs. Mm-hmm. We all take pride in the superwoman, Wonder Woman ar- archetype, but the last time I checked wasn't there one of us from the Amazon with <laughs> impenetrating <laughs> what? I can't see. <laughs> Impenetrable. There we go. Sometimes, see, we have to ask for help. <laughs> um, the last one, truth or invisible jet. Don't kill yourself trying to keep that S on your chest. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That's a good one. Number seven, the road to discovering yourself is not easy or fast. You will not find yourself before 30. In fact, you will not find yourself at all. <laughs> you will have to work hard as hell to create yourself and the life you want. Creating is not easy and it takes time. I've been on this planet for almost three decades and I'm just now figuring out what the hell I'm doing here just now. <laughs> um, so I thought that that article was dope. Like I said, I usually find stuff that's more geared towards men because sometimes I feel like black men are forgotten. They need to hear things. But at the same time, so are black women. Yes. Black women need to hear things just as much as black men. And again, with all of us men in our 20s, 
I feel that it was important because sometimes I know myself, I'm like, I don't have shit together. I got a lot to do. So little yeah. time. And like she I hate said, work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and like she said, why is 30 the age? Please, um, please move to yeah. 40. Man. Let's move it back. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so times have changed. Right. Yeah. I think that um, just a reminder to all of us that. But take it take it easy yeah. I mean you you are enough you're doing the best you can don't try to you know don't don't put yourself down because you're yeah. not where you think you should be everyone moves yeah. at their own pace be human yeah exactly right. and let yourself be human yeah yes. also let me add to go ahead I'm so like as a 20 year old of 20 in your 20s you have responsibilities I hate that because you don't have children you don't have responsibilities oh my yeah. god, oh my god. Oh my annoying god. I hate because you you don't have children, you're not responsible enough yeah. to wake yeah. up every day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, you responsible. It. Like, I'm sorry, I take care of myself. I, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like a slap in the face. People be like, you're not a real woman until so you have a child. We be like, well, what the, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I can still I can still be all the woman without having a yeah. child. And if I do That's decide true. to have one, when I decide to have one, that wouldn't make me no less or no more of a woman. Right. Like, exactly. I would just be a mother. It's a different yeah, thing. I just got a baby. Right. You're right. Someone <laughs> can't have kids, so yeah. Yeah. That's right. a woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's very true. That's rude. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, point out the superwoman thing, I think oh, that's okay. very important because a lot of times, uh, cue sometimes the Alicia either, Keys. you said what? <laughs> Say cue the Alicia Keys. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think a lot of times, um, there you go. Uh, I think women are, are, especially black women, are put on this pedestal where they have to, like you said, they have to be perfect, but we don't allow y'all to make mistakes or y'all to, you know, feel like, you know, sometimes you can't carry the burden all the time. Um, so I think that's very important to kind of let, you know, let women know that, you know, it's okay to feel like you're defeated sometimes because we all right. do at times. Mm-hmm. We all do. Definitely. Um, but, you know, I think as black men, we got to do a better job encouraging women to feel that way and be okay. Because uh, we always say like, oh, so emotional, this, that, and the other. But y'all have a lot of burdens too. Y'all have to go in the workplace and, you know, get, I always say this all the time, but y'all eventually get paid less than the man. Uh. We saw that at uh, insecure so it's just like sudden things that y'all get do get harassed at work get harassed y'all just got harassed coming up here so yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying so it's just like oh my God. it's crazy it's crazy some like, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> no shout out to Bryce Okay. Okay, Bryce. We see you. <laughs> Take it away, Lila. Take it away, Lila. All right. So, as you lovely listeners have been listening, we have the lovely ladies of Copyright <laughs> Mag here with us today. And now this is all about y'all. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So, we thought uh-huh. it was clear. <laughs> No. Exactly. Right. So I was like, we gonna get you comfortable. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So some people know what y'all do. So this, like, we just want to know, like, what we know it's a magazine, but what does it insist of, and what is? How did you get started? What What do you do? How do you do this? How many? How often do you do this? Like, <laughs> tell us about y'all. Oh, right. Okay. Well, we gonna tag team this. Okay. Yeah. You gonna go first though. Oh! <laughs> and you gonna tell us? And you gonna tell them what we what we are? <laughs> well, we are Copyright Magazine. Yeah. Uh, all things urban live here. So emphasis on all things urban. urban. Okay. Read that, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Copyright Magazine actually started out as a college project. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, oh, that's we're interesting. In a, uh, 
a writing course and you know we went to art school Milwaukee mm-hmm. Institute of Art and Design okay mm-hmm. yeah. shout out my shout out my um, <laughs> but you know as artists we, we were in a writing course and you know our professor was like you know write something that matters to you and you know present it in something more than a paper because y'all artists so be creative you know mm-hmm. I don't want to see a paper so I was like oh, okay. well, that's a well, good what? teacher I like yeah, that it, yeah yeah mm-hmm. I was like well, what, what, what should I do and um like I said, you know, where we talked about, I used to be comfortable, you know, kicking it with my homies and stuff, and they was creatives. All my all my friends was like rappers and graphics and diners and, you know, musicians and stuff like that. So I used to be with them all the time, and poets and stuff like that. And I was like, well, let me talk about these people who inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I did interviews and... Uh, and collected samples of people's poetry and they perspectives mm-hmm. and stuff like that and put it together in a magazine and Carson was in school at that time for uh, communication design graphic designs which she is amazing um, <laughs> I was like Carson help me lay this out so um, we put it together in a magazine layout and uh, we uh, I presented it as my final project and made it a thing made it a thing wow. made it a thing and uh uh, a plus 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 plus. Hey. I know you did. No, like, in serious, when I'm talking about the plus 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 plus, those were on there. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> they were, and it, it was it was insane. I was like, what? This is cool. I like this. <laughs> the class loved it. The professor loved it. And we showed, uh, we showed the homies. Yes, we showed. Oh, the homies, wow. and They loved it, and that school kind of triggered it to becoming a thing. Cause people were like, we ain't never seen nothing like this before. Why is this not a real thing? Right. That's dope. Yeah, so it became a real thing. And uh, Carson, you can go. Yeah, I was gonna say Carson. <laughs> and then we just kind of kept moving from that momentum forward just kind of creating these magazines and promoting the culture that we see in Milwaukee kind of just showcasing all the talent we have here because we have such a wide variety we really of do. like yeah. crazy just talented individuals we're like and I think I, I would also say that we do a good job at kind of finding like the hidden gems that are about to like kind of be city names. Um, a lot of the people that we have interviewed um, have after our interviews have like ex like kind of evaluated what they're doing and kind of escalated from there. Um, Wait, what, were, what else was I supposed to talk about? Everything. Our main platform is obviously the magazine, mm-hmm. um, but we do have a blog. Our website is kind of where we host things. So we have um, our event page where you mm-hmm. can always add events and we'll promote local events um, from there. We have our blog, our gallery. Um, we love dropping new music, yes. music um, mm-hmm. for just promoting people in general from like arts to fashion. Um, our four platforms mm-hmm. that we like to focus on is music, art, there. fashion and community okay. culture. Um, and culture. Um, similar to, you know, the five elements of hip hop and yes. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just trying to collaborate and kind of work with as many people as we can and kind of just be able to promote the positivity and the unique um, people that we see in our community and how they're kind of benefiting Milwaukee. Okay. How often does um, do uh, subscription come out? Oh, so the magazine drops quarterly. Okay. So mm-hmm. quarterly um, around those areas and we usually have them for, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall, you okay. know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing like that. Um, 
And yeah, and we just kind of throughout those that quarter period, you know, we we have personal interviews with people. You know, we do like a fashion spread photo shoot. We cover we cover press. So we this year we went to South by Southwest mm-hmm. to see how they how they cultivate their urban culture and that music yeah, scene and stuff dope. like that, mm-hmm. and how we could bring that back here and incorporate it here. We cover Summerfest this year as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and as our official pres- media as official media. You know, um, and I want to thank y'all too because I think y'all covered. Um, BJ the Chicago kid, right? Yes, we uh-huh. did. I appreciate that because I wasn't able to make it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it was such a great performance. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah it was such a great performance. But doing stuff like that and, you know, coming from, you know, we grew up in Milwaukee. Right. You know what I'm saying? We grew up in Milwaukee. We, we just like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? But there was no no media that speaks to us. Right. And speaks to us in a language that we want to be talked to in, you yeah. know, and that we understand. And I think, uh, it's bringing it back to the people. It's bringing it back to the yeah. people and the people who make make our city and make our culture so unique and so just just great. It's showing it's showing the positive perspective of that in the real yeah. perspective without it being all you know. I don't know, tainted, jaded, right? You know that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Making it more real and yeah. tell, telling truths that need to be told. Right. Yeah. So is it just you two? Or is it more people? Well, it's it's our company, um, okay. but we have a great staff. We have a photographer. We actually are looking for interns right now and copyright connects and things like that. We mm-hmm. do, you know, we do do real internships where you, you know, can apply to your college credits and things like oh, that. Wow, that's so we're great. all about yeah. that. Not really um, out here. You know, so we're we are looking for that right now. If you go to our website, if you go on our, the, we have a copyright connect page right now. Did we yeah. did launch that? Copyright mag dot, um, backslash, um, well, copyright mag dot com backslash CW connect. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a CW connect is basically, um, if you got a dope friend, if you're dope yourself and you got something you're like super passionate about that you want to share with us and you think people need to see, we're just trying to be that platform that you can use. That's really dope. So if you're a writer and you got poems Mm -hmm. um submit your poem if you got music that you think we should listen to or if your friend's really dope and you're like no one's no one's listening to him i need somebody or no one's listening to her i want to introduce the world to her if you take dope pictures give me about three months i'll be sending y'all my music (laughs) anything anything that you do you did a photo shoot and it was just for you and your friends right you're like i want i want other people to see it Mm -hmm. show us you you make us you make clothes you make drawings just show us because our community makes us relevant we can't definitely without everybody else you know right um we just want to make sure we showcase all of that and if you know other platforms forums you know are gonna sometimes pause you because you're not official or you're not a professional but we right. don't do that if you're good at what you do you're good at what you do right. we want to see it and we want to share it just send a subject line though uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's the thing too. you know i think i think one thing that we do uh have issue with is that remember i was talking about validating you know what you do and things like that and i think sometimes our own community doesn't validate ourselves and we all i have this thing it's called the complex complex Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we say if you wouldn't treat complex magazine that way don't treat us that way like when you send us a submission be be you be professional professional. you know make yourself look good because i would hate for you to send that to 
the right. Complex magazine and them look at you like, who is that? And don't tell them you from my city. Don't tell them you from my city acting that way. So, you know, I feel like we're a good stepping ground for that, you know? We, yeah, I definitely agree. You I know, agree. We, have, we have that and, you know, we're cultivating those partnerships with people who have more power in our community than we do. We have a partnership with uh, Radio Milwaukee 88.9. Yeah, I was reading um, that, yeah. We've done some work with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, 2035 studios. 2035 studios, Giselle's Art Studios. You know, we've interconnected with a lot of people. um, And we just like to have that movement and that momentum keep going, you know, support the community and we'll support you. Like, that's right. I'm going through y'all issue number nine right now and it's beautiful. Thank you. I was going to ask is it something that's only online or is it something that people can can physically buy? Yes, copies. Yes, you can. We are a real (laughs) magazine, y'all. Yes. And it's actually a good time to order magazines right now because we just kind of closed the vault, but for a little pocket of the rest of the summer, we can reopen it. Um, so all our later, it, our issues that yeah. we've ever printed, so what's issue four through nine, mm-hmm. four through nine, you can get those, those, those can be released to you mm-hmm. as well. So if you've got mm-hmm. somebody that you were interested in and you want a physical copy of that magazine, we will yeah. reprint those right now. Unlike other magazines, you can't get them no more. Like, <laughs> but we we have yeah. opened our vault for this summer just because a lot of people are starting to like that tangible copy of a right. magazine. Yeah. You know? And it's really, um, I shouldn't be telling you guys this, but those prints are amazing. So if there's some artwork in one of those issues that you really love, it's quality yeah. prints. Like, those are, like, worth something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. they're really quality prints. So you can rip that out the magazine, put it in a frame. You got, <laughs> you got that art. Because a lot of these people are going to be booming yeah. right. you know future, you know, we, yeah. we got the inside scoop on some things I ain't gonna let it drop but a <laughs> lot of stuff is going on in Milwaukee with the creative movement and these yeah. people are going to be growing really big nice. so mm-hmm. you might want to get your hands on a yeah. tangible copy <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying so the name itself Copyright Mag is that something that came from the school project or you guys made up after oh, no, that, uh, yeah. it was called that during the school project and y'all oh, wow, like, oh my God. you're gonna laugh you're gonna laugh <laughs> you know you when you trying to find a name for something it's hard you know that brain freeze and all that stuff yeah. Copyright Magazine came from a word generator ah that's funny yeah so I can see that so yeah. uh, <laughs> me and our girl Jamie who we actually we went to Chicago yesterday to see shout out to Jamie um we were in the computer lab. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to call this. You know, she was like, well, let's just find words. She's like, let's just do this. And I'm like, okay. She over there on Google on the word generator. Like, okay, I'm just going to generate. Just hit the button, hit the button. You know, they give you some stupid stuff. Right. Just some yeah. crazy words. And then copyright, you know, like to copyright something, the legal way. Came yeah. up. And I was like, copyright, copyright. And I was like, oh, I was in a copyright course at that time. Too, oh, wow. at, at, uh, at my ad. And I was like, copyright and I was like the process of copywriting something making it legit making it official all the stuff like that and then I was like right right and I was like oh if we turn turn the R into a W it like it like flow it was like copyright copyright I was like copyright magazine she was That's like dope. she was like yeah yeah copyright magazine I'm like you like it I like it it's yeah. copyright magazine like you know That's dope. so it was random but it works and I mean it's it fitting yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. say that to those moments where you're doing stuff like that you don't realize that you're making history until like mm-hmm. later right. on yeah. you're like damn that was a historical moment for us so. right. yeah, that's dope did. what's y'all um, favorite issue that you've worked on or I know all of uh, your babies but uh, <laughs> all of your babies but oh uh, 
I want to say for me is probably issue five. Okay. And I say that because of the process of it. I think it was like our, you know, when you first started creating something, it's kind of a lot of like, like obviously all the writing was ours, mm-hmm. intangible, but like from like a design standpoint and like a product standpoint, it was the first one that we were like, okay, we're going to make prints out of this. So it needs to be high quality. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it also was the first one where we, um, 90% of the content that we had in there was all ours. So it was something that was very ownable and it was something that we could like showcase. Um, I think the people, we also had, um, I don't know if you're from, if anybody's familiar with him, but you can read him in issue five. Um, Big Shot Robot, David Zimmerman, he did the cover. Um, And then we had people like Lotus Funk on the, um, in that issue, classic. um, Did we... Yeah. Was that the Brass Alley? Oh, that was the Brass Alley issue. I believe. Um, if yeah. you do not know, we have a really dope hat shop in um, you know Walker's Point area. It's called oh, the Bayview. Um, Bayview. Yeah. Oh, Bayview. 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 <laughs> Bayview. Not Walker's Point. Not Walker's Point. You're right. Um, but that was probably my favorite issue, just because we kind of got to like have like all of that content yeah. be ours, and from then forth, it's all our like. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite issue is the art of perspective issue, and it's because it's it was controversial in its writing, controversial in its release. Um, that is our issue that has the gold gun on it. Oh, um, I saw that. Oh yeah, I think I saw that one a lot. Coming out of it, so um. Just because it was so controversial, first thing, putting a gun on your magazine yeah. cover is one thing. Um, shout out to the artist Vidal Hill who did that painting. Um, but just the whole process, that's the that is the issue where we discussed uh, you know, the riot that happened in our city. That okay. issue I discussed that in my letters from the editor. Um, and just the whole perspective of different things that was going on and just the a different perspective on what culture looks like and that stuff like that and in that process um I think it was really challenging I think it was just really challenging to do that issue and to just just be and also that's the first issue that we really like pushed pushed to people outside of our our regular audience Mm -hmm. um you know it was sent to the mayor's office Mm -hmm. it was you know it was sent Mm -hmm. to these different you know to the aldermans we emailed copies of them to the aldermans and stuff like that things like Mm -hmm. that so you know like saying hey this is what's going on this is the perspective this is a positive thing but this is also just know that somebody thought you should see this you know right just know this is the narrative of what's going on you know so i think Mm -hmm. that issue um, it's probably probably one of my favorites. Every time we drop a new one, I'm probably like, "That's my favorite," <laughs> yeah. you know, things like yeah. that. But um, I think just the controversy, not, and it made me uncomfortable. Some of it, a lot mm, of it made good. me uncomfortable. That's good. And, um, that's how you grow. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that was my favorite issue. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm excited to definitely check out some of the um, issues and. I want some some real copies. Yeah, yeah. physical copies. Yeah, sounds dope. Wish I ordered. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely saw the one with the gun a lot on it, the, the cover of it. So um, I guess before we get off, uh, you guys, with, give us your information. Where, where can they find you? Website, social media, handles, you know. Copyrightmag.com. <laughs> and then on Twitter, Instagram, um, and Facebook, you could just um, add us by Copyright Mag. So it's C O P Y W R I T E 
um, Mag, M-A-G. And then you should be able to find us on all your social medias. We also have a SoundCloud um, account, too, and a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We want to encourage people to check out our YouTube channel um, because we did a... A social campaign um, called Socially Responsible, where we uh, went around the city and talked to different people mm. about what mm. it was, what it meant to be socially responsible, and what it Milwaukee means to them, and things like that. You know, mm. so we were trying to bring the conversation outside the magazine, you know, all over the city. You know, trying to form that gap, you know, and it's, I think it's uh, important for people to see that and just the the things that people in our community, right. not our perspective, but the people in our community. Yeah, see. what they saying? Yeah, so I was. Mm. DJ Lama that. was on the song was on there, right? Black yes. was black. Yeah. Black yeah. was on there. Yeah. Shout yeah. out yeah. to yeah. him for letting us yeah. use his yeah. song yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah. All day. Yeah. All yeah. Day. Yeah. All yeah. Night. yeah. All <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> I just left the party spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And I see a playlist here, too, on uh, from the website. Um, yeah, got 37 tracks. I see Von Alexander. We just had him on last episode. Yeah, he was on last oh, week. Okay. So, yeah, that's dope, man. That is dope. And then on top of that, too, y'all went to Riverside. Yeah, you know. and things that go on and you got? so twenty something I have a question do we have an answer no. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel um I'll just try to make a scenario so say I'll tell you say your significant other is like you know what I'm ready to move I don't want to be in this city this state no more I want to go out of state <laughs> Is is that something where you like, okay, well, shit, I'm going to, or what, what's your thought process on that? Is it like, mm, we going to be in long distance, or you going to find a new bay? Like they they like, can't see me looking at you, but I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so like it just happened. It's story time. Story um, time. That's funny. I can't reveal yet what the, <laughs> why this is so relevant, but y'all know in a couple of days if you follow me on social media. Okay. okay. At <laughs> underscore Sensei S Y N. Shameless plug. Right. <laughs> um, um, spell it out for me now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm following now so I can get the T. Okay. At underscore S Y N C I. T Y. So I ain't gonna tell y'all now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I definitely think it's really just depends on where you are in your relationship and where you are as humans too. Mm-hmm. Like it's more about like growth. I think that when you have that mentality of being able to move with someone, I feel like it's more about that. It's more about like what you individually are ready to do as people. And then the relationship comes. Cause obviously you're still yeah. in a relationship with that person. Um, and you you have to choose that this is a move for you. Cause I think that if you try to force the fact or you try to be like, Oh, well, I'm moving here. You know, you want to come with right. yeah. and they're not necessarily ready for it. Yeah, I feel like true. you can end up, um, 
you can end up ruining your relationship or even just ruining the bond that you have because they feel like they did something for you and maybe sometimes I feel like a lot of it could be one-sided and when it feels one-sided you don't really know what to do afterwards you're like Mm. well I made this move for you and now you can't do this for me you know like like that yeah yeah, that kind of mindset can happen Um, but I definitely think it's more about like time and place and I feel like when you're moving to a different place for someone like our our friends in a long distance relationship yeah. their their relationship is really healthy but it's also just like I, they always want to be around each other because yeah. they're so right. long away mm-hmm. um so it's really just about like what you're willing to do in the relationship and being mm-hmm. able to say like okay well this is my time i'm ready to move here you yeah. know mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's where you are at in a relationship and who you are as peoples, as individual and also as a unit, you know, because yeah. moving might not make sense for you as a unit. And if you have a, uh, if you were planning on having longevity in your relationship, yeah. maybe that's not the thing for you guys. And maybe you've discussed that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying you should discuss that before. <laughs> before you get serious with anybody, you should talk about these hypothetical things. I think people stray away from talk, talking about these hypothetical mm-hmm. situations because mm-hmm. they don't want to, you know, cause any fluctuation you know but if you're prepared for something if you're prepared for the inevitable right. then you know how to answer it when you get there mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with my significant other and it doesn't make sense for our relationship it would be like if you decided to make that decision then we would just separate but I would feel good that you want to follow this and do whatever yeah. and I would say you know and vice versa that kind of thing like that so maybe it doesn't fit for the situation you know um, but I think you should always be true to who you are and what you want to do yeah. and um, I think you should make decisions based on what you want to do and what's best for you first and yeah. then follow through you know and have those discussions but I think the best thing to do is communicate about these things right. beforehand yeah. during and after the fact as long yeah. as you communicate yeah. I think you can do no wrong yeah. yeah and I think a lot of it's about like in, in in general when you're in a healthy relationship it's about communication but when you decide that and when you are like okay well this is what I'm doing like you kind of have to be able to have that talk and be able to communicate mm-hmm. through that because if y'all don't communicate it's sad right. yeah. <laughs> bye baby yeah. <laughs> so you moving sis just fine um, Andre, what you think uh, you moving no I'm staying right here for right now but um no uh I'm trying to think you told me you was moving when just playing keep going I'm going to Cali, I'm going to Cali next uh, uh month you too and, yeah you do you going to when in September Wait, what? I ain't telling you. Keep going. Oh. <laughs> I don't no, tell no, nobody no. my business until I pop up. And yeah, um, but no, uh, I'm trying to think. My my ex fiance. I think we had discussions about it. Um, but he I was almost my, close. To, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man was right down the aisle. Uh, almost, almost. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. I think we talked about Detroit. Huh? I'm gonna move to Detroit. Hell no. <laughs> I have to say this. Go That's ahead. why I'm laughing right now. She literally. Well, I'm still Facebook friends with her. She just moved to Detroit like a month ago. Oh. Oh. I told you. Don't act like you. No, you said she was thinking about doing. No, I said she made a status like two weeks. You know, just soon. But she moved there. I think for school or something. So mm. shout out to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. She blocked me on Facebook. So I don't know. Oh, it wasn't my fault. I ain't doing. That. I'm not social crazy media. Like look. <laughs> it's good though because it's out of sight and out of mind. So I had to worry about her, but um, but I think we had those discussions. Right. <laughs> I thought we'll try to find on her page, but no. Um, 
we've had those discussions and it's it's a lot that goes into it because mm-hmm. at the time I was still going to school too so I'm like okay does did my credits transfer does you know uh, do we have enough money where are we going to stay did we find a home or are we going to live in an apartment um, I'm not familiar with the area so what neighborhoods are good you know it's just a lot that goes into it and before you make this this move you have to be ready on one accord too and at the same time like I said um, um, sometimes decisions that we made um, it wasn't the best decisions, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm, I don't want to sit back and say I told you so, but I told you so. Like, but you we shouldn't have did know. that, you know. And on top of that, too, like in the marriage, you got to be able to the man got to be able to lead, and a lot of times she wanted to lead, and then it's like, okay, where are you leading us to? All right, to yeah, the house, but um, got funny. a lot of burn houses in Detroit. Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, anyway, what about I you, remember Reese? I told somebody I was gonna move to Detroit, and they looked at me so crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. like, but why? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's property there now, like uh, real cheap property. In Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fix it up. Flipping it's not a stuff. beautiful houses there, but yeah, I wouldn't move to Detroit. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of people get caught up on just being together and like everybody yeah. just kind of said they don't really communicate you know up front like you know what they plan to do or if something that if they know that it's something that they plan to do they don't really talk about it or they, they kind of shy away from it because they know it may break their bond or whatever but like you said Lexi I feel like obviously for yourself you know put yourself first in that situation if it's something that's going to benefit you mm-hmm. um, definitely do that but if it's something like a loving relationship definitely talk about it and figure it out um I was listening to something and a chick called in and she said something about um, her significant other lives in like California and she lives in like New York or something, but they both have really, really good jobs and nobody wants to like budge on moving because it's like, well, you move here, you move here. And she's like, well, what the hell do I do? So I think that was a very sticky one because you have careers that you both love and um, I don't think there's a transfer or anything. So it's hard. I think it is hard. I've never really experienced it. Um, but I definitely think it's something that you talk about and if it's a good move for both of y'all then shoot go on down the river and you know mm-hmm. go on to Detroit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well I guess my my um, thought on it is a little different it's not different but it's funny because um, I had someone move with me for me um, my best friend at the time he had feelings for me but I was like, well, I'm moving to Florida. And, and he was like, okay, well, I'm going to. Like, he didn't second guess it. His mom and his grandma was like, why you want to go to Florida? And, you know, they kind of wanted him to really figure out what he really wanted to do. It was like, are you sure you really want to go to Florida? And um, he, sure enough, I, I moved to Florida. He moved with me. We stayed with my mom. Um, we actually didn't date until after he moved from Florida. And then we were in long distance. Trapped him. And then I moved to Nashville <laughs> to be with him. <laughs> Um, so to me, um, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like what you said though, like do what makes you happy first. Um, me and my current sick fig, it's so funny. We talk about, we just, like you said, some people, some, some couples are scared to have the conversation. We talk about moving and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, I can move and you can stay here. We can have a long distance. He's like, uh, no, no, no. If if you leave, I'm leaving. I'm like, well, but what if that doesn't work for us? Mm-hmm. Or what if, you know, I guess for me, I'm a person that likes to move around. What if it's something that you don't like? What if you're like, I want to go back to Milwaukee, which by all means he can if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, well, we can we can go to California and live with my dad until we get on our feet. And I'm like, you really like, you know, it's just sometimes, it's, you know, I think as a in a relationship, you say things and 
you saying it, but you're not really sure if that's what you really want. Well, I guess sometimes in situations too, do you really know until that you too. do it? That's so true. I think yeah. that if you both are really adamant about it and there's something that you both now with that talk that you're having now, you know, and tomorrow too, is, you know, <laughs> y'all on the same page, you know what I'm saying? Do it. And if it don't work out, then, you know, move back to Milwaukee or, or whatever. I just yeah. like, yeah. like you said, somebody having to level up, just make sure y'all both kind of, y'all, I, I'm, I'm a person of make sure you have yourself because I understand that each of y'all have yourself and then y'all have each other. Yeah. Right. So that way it'll be something where if don't work, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go yeah. over here. So, right. So, yeah. And it's also a lot about compromise and yeah. um, making sure <laughs> See <what>? y'all. B- <laughs> See what? Oh my goodness. It's about, yeah, it's about compromise. So, yeah. And it's about how much you feel like you can compromise without compromising yourself. Too much of it. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be two holes. Yeah, make a unit. Yes. Same right. again, Carson. <laughs> Two holes. One, one. Not and no half. half. One. Right. You're a whole person. Yeah, you exactly. a whole person, and then we all come together. Y'all making each yeah. other better. So I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Sorry. I was gonna say, think about the people in the military, though. Like, oh, they always yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know some. Very- I've been there, done that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spill the tea, sis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> say, wait a minute, that's my computer. <laughs> no, that's one of those situations. You know, that's one of those situations. You gotta be. You gotta also analyze those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's a. That's a. Come do this because you, those are mm-hmm. really hostile. Even if you yeah. ain't, any, that's a really hostile job, really, right. you know, and things like that. And they be wanting somebody there with mm-hmm. them, to, right. you know, holding down mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's one of those things you got to think about for real, yeah, for no, real, I, for real. Because I know yeah. someone, you know, she moved to Germany, like she was oh, in yeah, Germany she by herself, and you know, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, you better than me, <laughs> yeah. And then once you there, you you there, yeah, you know yeah, you there, exactly. and, and it's you and them, right? Yeah. All the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and it's a, no chat. <laughs> you know that's a that's a different life. So it's really about that communication, and really don't don't just jump into things just because yeah, right. it's like you know really mm-hmm. think about things. It's okay to be spontaneous, but put thought into your yeah, spontaneous. You know, I do agree. it like that because you don't want to never get yourself in a situation you can't get out of, and you don't want to ever compromise yourself. Compromise in situations but don't yeah. compromise yourself yeah. just to be with somebody else yeah. you know so I agree yeah. that's what's up it's a good spontaneity. question spontaneity is sexy though it is yeah, yeah. very sexy it is Shout out to Lassie and her uh too funny and her her question. Quote of the week. Ooh, second time. Second time. I was waiting on you. Go ahead. So this is the one I wanted to share last episode, but Vaughn inspired me to go another way. So I don't know. I just really like it. It says, "Be a pineapple. Stand tall. Wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside." My hair oh. not in a pineapple today. <laughs> you mean a pineapple? Yes. <laughs> pineapple. Shout out to Jay Anderson. I just want to. I just also want to add. Be great, black people. Yes. <laughs> be great. To be great. Oh, I want. Can I share a quote? Yeah, yeah. shoot. Right. Quotes of the week. This is our first guest that wanted to share one. Yeah, I know, right? You know. It's, just a, it's real simple. It's kind of similar to what you were saying. It was on my, you know, on this day, my Facebook. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. You know. So, this little quote. This is a quote of the day, too. In case no one told you today, you're beautiful, you're brilliant, you're mm. bad, and you make me proud. Aww. 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 
Oh, I think I need that. She was talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was talking to me. Oh, no. All right. That's what's up. Moranja, you got the empowerment of the week. Um, the empowerment of the week. I was thinking long and hard about this, and I was happy you had another quote because I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, um, but I'm, I'm currently reading a book, um, teaching a man's class. Um, it's called Humility, the Greatest Something. What is that? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Terrible. <laughs> Community, the, the true greatness. So um, in the book, the, the pastor that wrote the book, he's talking about being humble. And it's it's a shocker to me because a lot of times you always want to be great in everything and anything that we do. But uh, he talks about humility is a great trait and asset to have. Um, you think about a lot of the uh, different seed. Thank you. Thank you, sis. I appreciate it. I need a Preach, grape. Pastor. Give, me, right. give me a grape, too. I want a grape. No, but um, but I want everyone to practice humility this okay. week. Uh, be humble in all the things that you do. Um, be humble. Hold right. Up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that humble. Kids. Oh, not that. No, not that humble. Not the humble. Hilarious. The good humble. The good humble. No, but um, just be uh, just be a servant. Like when you help out someone, go out to you know, like we're doing the school drive. Um, you guys did a lot of things for the community as well too. Um, it may put you in perspective that you know a lot of the things that we have we it could all easily be taken away and we mm-hmm. didn't have them at first so give back and just be humble mm-hmm. so thank you for that Department of the week Department of the week mm-hmm. um question of the week from episode 41 going into 42 hmm. what is your definition of support oh that's a good one. what do you do when you support a person besides finances besides finances okay. yeah. go ahead Liz. my definition of support is Support. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually being there and showing um, your friends, your boyfriend, whomever, that no matter what, you got them. Um, gotcha. Right. <laughs> I'll say in the in the means of my friends being creatives, um, I feel like I support my friends who do music or any other creative thing by sharing their links, actually listening to the links, um, you know, tell other people, hey, this is my friend. I'm going to put them on. Or, you know, even with you guys, like, when y'all say that we can, you know, send y'all people that we mm-hmm. think is dope, shit, I got like five people in mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, let me get on here. <laughs> so just supporting them in what they do um, and making sure that they know that if nobody else is in that crowd, if no one else is at their show, if no one else is there, you will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way I support people with love and attention because I feel like if if your friend puts out a song and no one else is pushing this song help them mm-hmm. help them if you know your friend if you think your friend is that dope and you think other people need to hear this music push that music to them what push, if you don't like it be honest I was gonna say be, <laughs> be honest. honest I have I have a friend um he would send me tracks before he would release them and I'd be like um there was one particular song I was like that note I feel like you were being scary. You 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 um you held back. Yeah. Don't hold back. So do you still share that link or you just be like fix it first? No, he fixed it. Okay. Yeah, he he, he asked for the feedback so he could fix it. But um That's big though. You didn't down him. You just told him like you gave him some constructive criticism yeah. like it was beneficial and it made sense what it's supposed to that's trash. Yeah, no, no. I would never talk to my friends like that. I would never talk to my friends like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if we have, if we're giving constructive criticism, I want it to be exactly that. I don't, I don't want you to put out anything that I know you wouldn't feel is good enough to be out. If I know that you would accept nothing less, I wouldn't let you put out something that is not going to show you in your best light. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I want you to 
be your best you when I'm out here sharing links and shit. Hey, that's my friend. She sing. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that you know, like, you know, you my friend. I love you and all. But sis, a couple of those notes. Mm-hmm. So fix it, sis. Right. <laughs> so what about that's you, Lexi? Um, I think being supportive is actually being there if that is emotionally or just physically, you know, whatever, being there (laughs) 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 mentally, you know, for, for somebody in their good times and their bad times, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, holding somebody, hand when they're at their weak points and mm-hmm. you know and giving them a round of applause when they're at their strong points mm-hmm. I think that's being supportive you know and uh just and and being there without being asked to be there you right know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think all too often people are like well if they need me they're gonna say something exactly yes. but also sometimes and that this is the good validation when mm-hmm. you care for somebody you say you know what I know you strong, but just know, just in case, I got your back. I'm here anyway, you know. That is so important. You know, so just important. just saying that. And I think um, I have a great support system, you know, and I've had weak moments where it was like, I know I could get through it, but having them there say, you know what, you can get through this, it you helps. know, that helps so much. And then just when I'm on my game and I know I'm on my game, it ain't being big-headed, but they like, girl, you on your game. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know it's, it's, it's really important just to be there, be there for all of it and genuinely want to be there for all right. of it. You know? Um, yeah. you know, Keyword. So, yeah. You know, because, you know, I, I hate that supporter that, that's there only when you when you doing good. Please mm-hmm. don't come to me when right. I'm doing good. Yeah. I, I, I don't need you then. Yeah, right. I, I know I'm doing I, I like to have you, but I don't need you. Yeah. I, want you I want you there when I don't, I don't have it all together. You I know, agree. and I, I think have you, but I don't need you. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's, that's being supportive. And, uh, you know that covers that that being there mentally, being there emotionally, being there physically. Sometimes you just need somebody to just really just stand there. Exactly. You, you know, exactly. just stand there. You don't got to say nothing. Just right. stand there and be there, be there with me. So call yeah. on G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carson, um, I think both of y'all kind of summarized what I, know, I was right? going to say. No. <laughs> I think um, you definitely just need to be able to. I think. Um, Positive, positive affirmations and whatnot mm-hmm. go a long way. And I think that when you're supportive of someone, you kind of need to be able to take those moments of weakness and be kind of their backbone when they need it the most. Um, I also think that sometimes you need to, depending on the person, obviously, some, some people... You need to kind of support them in the background. Yep. Mm-hmm. You you need to be like mm-hmm. in the in the corner. Like I'm root. Like I'm always rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always rooting mm-hmm. for you. But you're not the person. Like we all have that one friend that can never get day life together. Uh, <laughs> the one friend where you you know you want to you want to give them that little push. Right, right. You want to give them that push, but you know that like you can't be the one that push them. They need to push themselves. So yeah. you're always in their corner. Right. Oh. So I think that's also like something that people need to be. That's true. Absolutely. Need a little be a little better kind of I'm just gonna add since y'all already got my <laughs> right. <head. laughs> but like you know just just be able to kind of have that ability to be always in someone's corner and for them to know that you're in their corner yeah. whether that is just randomly like me and my friends like my group of people that I like always ha- hang out with people that are in Denver or in California mm-hmm. we'll just text each other randomly our friend Xavier oh my god he'll text us randomly every month 
on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It's always a Tuesday. He'll text us randomly like, I'm so proud of what you're doing. It ain't got no context. It don't got no, no, because I saw you doing this on a social media platform. It's like, I thought about you. I'm in your corner and vice versa. Like, keep being great. Yeah, keep being great. That's all it is. Like, and that's something that we need to do better at. Like, we need to tell people that we're happy for your happiness and we we always Mm. got you. Mm. You know, regardless of you know if I talk to you every day right if I know what you're up yeah. to like we need to be better at kind of having that support so that when I do fall and I yeah. know I fall, fail like mm-hmm. I know somebody can Don't give me up yeah. and can be there when I need them mm-hmm. I know right so good answers answer went last man. good answer good answer I feel like um, Steve Harvey <laughs> actually I'm last but <laughs> Um, I was, I, I, you know, yeah, I can even talk. Uh, no, I think also too, just being behind the scenes and doing stuff like, uh, say, for instance, your friend is trying to start a business. Um, no, so throw some money into that business, help them. She out. said without finances. Oh, without finances. I'm sorry. Okay, we will so do some uh, informational things like pick up a book that is they're trying to start a, uh, I don't know, a lemonade stand. Pick up a book about lemons, a lemonade, like whatever lemons. you can do, something that you, something that can help them uh, cultivate. Learn what more, to do yeah. Learn more what they're trying to because that's going to be beneficial in the long run. Definitely. If you, even if you can't get money, they're going to always gonna go back to you know what you gave me that book about such and such. Now I know how to manage my lemons yeah. and make a, <laughs> a lemon farm now. Nigga. I got a lemon farm, nigga. Um, that's you, know, tough, you know what I'm saying? But you know, just the behind the scenes stuff that maybe they don't might not necessarily see, but you're still doing. So. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, Reese. What y'all said, I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, basically, really what y'all said. But yeah, just just being there and then, like Moan just said, kind of behind the scenes, Carson too, just behind the scenes and kind of, um, I guess I will go the angle of filling in the gaps that they may have missed. Okay. Um, so maybe it's something that you don't know that that you know that they don't know, or maybe like you said, something that they didn't see. You just kind of fill it in and just kind of squeeze that in there or talk to them, like maybe do this, do that, or just beat them when they up, down, round around, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just 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 be there, you know, physically. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally, just just be there. Be mm-hmm. like Oprah was saying, her voice. Be present. Be present. Shout out to Auntie. Elle. Share your knowledge. <laughs> you get support. You get support. Yeah. You get support. Like, you get support. Uh, <laughs> my Angelou said, when you learn, teach. Episode forty one. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R R A. Four Ys. Oh, see, I got y'all. Four Ys. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. It's Moan J M W A and J. That's something to you, huh? Just by going. It's Moan J M W M W A N J E. That's I G Facebook. Don't choke. Moan J the Gemini on Snapchat, Twitter. Where? Snapchat, Twitter, and tell me Moan J Gemini. And our guests. Our lovely ladies. Oh, come copyright right back. Together. We can do this together. Okay. Oh. We're copyright mag. Yeah. <laughs> Add copyright mag on all your social medias. All your social media. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Individuals? Individual socials? Oh, um, okay. We doing it. Yeah. 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 Uh, down. <laughs> Lexi, it's uh, uh, through Dirty Eyes on Instagram, underscore Dirty Magic on all of my other social medias. Okay. And then I already plugged myself this episode, but um, <laughs> it's Carson and it's at underscore S Y N C I T Y Sin City. That's what's up. Yeah. That's episode forty one. Uh, 
Thanks for having us, guys. Yes, you're thank welcome. You. Thank y'all for coming through. Hey. We out. Bye. <laughs>